0: Welcome to Laps Gamer Radio, I'm your host Mark Hamer, and today we'll be delving into this year's Electronic Entertainment Expo, the highest profile gaming convention of the season. Joining me today are LGR regulars Andy Stewart and Adam. Good evening, gentlemen.
1: Hi. Good evening. Evening.
0: So, without further ado, let's jump straight in, uh, starting at the beginning with the EA Play event. So this wasn't technically an E3 event, because it took place the day before, uh, next door to E3, but it might as well have been E3. Like They can't really get away with having it a few weeks earlier it makes sense to have it in and around E3 even if it's not technically part of it um, so it was split between LA and um, uh, was it the Hammersmith Apollo in London yeah it the was where yeah. was taking place yeah. yeah connected by satellite and they kept switching back and forth <laughs> they did a pretty um, good job
2: of switching back and forth to be yeah, fair so better than TV does sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there was no real delay no noticeable delay or anything mm. like that um, yeah it worked well Um, Better than some of the presentation, but we'll we'll come on to that. Um, So, we started off with Titanfall 2. Um, As we had... Well, I think they'd already confirmed it before, but they confirmed it again. It's coming to PS4, as well as uh, Xbox and PC. Because the first one was a Microsoft exclusive. Uh, They showed a multiplayer trailer with lots of bombastic, crazy um, movement. Lots of... um, grappling hooks, This seemed, I think this is the year of the grappling hook, like the other year was the year of the bow and every video game had a, a bow like a bow now, bows and arrows in it, this year every game's got a grappling hook in um, the multiplayer trailer looked really fun and then they showed the campaign trailer um, because this one's actually going to have a single player campaign rather than the story being tied into the multiplayer as well and it seemed to show some sort of relationship between the protagonists, the player character and their mech which um, I'm assuming is going to end with the mech dying and me being in floods of tears, but
2: um, <laughs> did Probably. anyone else see the trailer for that? Yeah, I really liked it. I'm a big fan of um, the first Titanfall, and this looks like it's mm. adding like enough new cool stuff. Like, the grappling hook looks in um, there. I, mm-hmm. I guess to use Overwatch as an example, it's not just like Widowmakers where you just shoot up. You look like you can kind of spin on point yeah. or use it to, like... For momentum to get onto the wall jumps and stuff that you could do in the first game, or grapple hook people in yeah. midair and fly into them as well. Yes, um, as they love to show. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, like
0: the the, the flow of the, the the combat and the multiplayer looked incredible. Like um, I don't know how easy it's going to be to actually pull that off in
2: real life, but you'd like to think, you'd like to hope it will be easy because I mean they did it really well in the first mm. um, Titanfall like that. When you watched a game of that. Um, like on the press conference they unveiled that that mm. year, you thought, ah, oh, there's no way it's actually going to feel like that when I come to play it but it turned out I actually did, like, they did a great mm. job um, so, yeah,
0: I'm optimistic As this one's not being published by Microsoft I'm assuming that there, there will hopefully be crossplay between Xbox and PS4 if they can agree to that and they've also announced uh, after the, the presentation that um, like uh, maps and DLC and things like that will be free so I'm guessing they're going to have some sort of cosmetic yep. microtransaction thing to fund that, but it means that that might stem the problem they had with the first Titanfall of, like, it had a really short tail, um, and it wasn't that long into the yeah. game's life when it was really difficult to get onto games from from what I could gather. But yeah, looks really good. It's coming out October 28th though, which is the week after Battlefield One, which seems a bit weird.
2: No, I I, uh, I did my pre-orders today. Because Amazon have got a deal going on, and then I realise these two clash in the worst way. Yes, quite.
0: that's the thing. Like I've, so, I'm yeah. already having to have that conversation. Is like I can't justify getting two big multiplayer shooters within a week of each other. So I've got to pick one of them. But um, I'm leaning at the moment slightly towards Titanfall two. But we'll we'll um, yeah talk about Battlefield one in a bit. Um, next up, Madden. Nobody cares about Madden, right?
3: Well, this year's slightly different. Um, It's obviously the sort of usual yearly update with um, updated teams and things like that. But from what I can tell, this year they've actually added a little bit more accessibility um, improvements to make it easier to actually see the game. Um, They have um, made sort of uh, larger on-screen graphics uh, to make the icons... Um, like passes and tackle battles and things, much easier to see. Uh, UI banners will also be in, enlarged to make it easier. And to help with colorblind support, um, there's different filters and things that you can add, as well as better levels of brightness and contrast. Um, it's not a massive thing, but for people who like playing the, um, the game itself and need uh, sort of the accessibility, uh, accessibility options, um, it is quite a nice step and for a Mm. a game that has been around as long as it has they're not really going to progress the game engine an awful lot until they maybe get to a new engine in the background so adding things like this on top of what is already there um, is a nice bonus
2: Is it not using Frostbite? Like how when we'll get to FIFA? They're
0: all using Frostbite
1: (laughs)
2: Everything's using
0: Frostbite Mass Effect's using Frostbite, FIFA's using Frostbite Madden, (laughs) everything's using Frostbite now
2: well, Has Madden been using it, yeah. it for a while though? I guess.
0: No, I don't think so. Well, Frostbite's only been about since Battlefield 4. Yeah, so so you know, so just probably, wondered, made
2: a big deal of FIFA last year.
3: Yeah, all. probably since How maybe Madden last year, the year before maybe. Oh, okay. um, since then. Okay. Um, so it's going to be out during the summer on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, August 23rd is the official date, so it is.
0: I'm. I don't get American football, so I can't get excited about that really. But yeah, it's niche. Um,
3: whenever you're not living in America.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although, like one of one of, one of my old housemates actually, when I lived at uni, now presents um, the American football show for TalkSport. So um, oh, very good. Yeah, he's really into it. I just don't get it. <laughs> um, next up, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, really disappointing. Uh, presentation for Mass Effect. So I was expecting to see some substantial gameplay or something, or s- some something that would really sh- tell me what the hell it is. We had someone come out on stage and explain what Mass Effect Andromeda is going to be about, and then they showed a trailer which had very small snippets of well, not even gameplay. It looked more like t- like the game's still really early in development, and the game's out in less than a year.
2: So that's quite worrying. I'm I'm convinced it's delayed again. Yeah, we'll get a full reveal like next E3, and then it won't be out until like 2018 or something. I just can't see it coming out anytime soon.
0: I need to go back and watch last year's E3, traded for a Mass Effect Andromeda, and then watch this one again because it feels like it doesn't appear to have moved on much at all since last year. um, From what in terms of what they showed, so that was a bit disappointing because yeah, it's supposed to be out Q1, Q2 next year. and it doesn't look like it's going to be anywhere no. near ready um, anything
2: that doesn't show any real gameplay like there was those tiny little snippets that could be gameplay but they're probably not well there so were like animation
0: tests for uh, an Asari character and things like that and it's like you should have had this stuff done years ago if, if this game's <laughs> yeah. out in 2017 but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well no 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 we'll see maybe they'll have maybe around Gamescom they'll, they'll come out and show some substantial gameplay and uh, I don't know we'll see but at the moment, I'm a bit worried about that. Um, FIFA, another FIFA. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, really awkward moment where some guy came out and had this soliloquy about how amazing it is to live oh. the dream of being a footballer. You know, yeah, coming
2: the up guy from the that's playing the, it's the guy that's going to be in the story mode. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was, it was so like really... he was, on, it was. It was like a theatre performance. Yeah, but like the way, the, he was so emotive. the way
0: he was talking, like, have you ever played, um, what's that Android, uh, and iOS, um, all soccer. Soccer. star soccer? You knew star soccer, yeah. You know, like when you finish a match, and sometimes you have to give a post match press conference and you have to press the buttons in the right order, <laughs> yes. and they're just football <laughs> cliches, like at the end of the day, got uh, jumpers for goal posts, blah 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 blah, stuff like that. It was just sounded like he was talking in those sort of horrible cliches about football, um. Yeah, FIFA's getting a cinematic story mode, which is a bit odd. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, um,
3: Kev had been tweeting about this earlier in the week and it was like, how close to real life is this going to be? Is there going to be sex scandals <laughs> or um, you know, um, people getting their cars nicked or something like that or you know, real life divorces or things? Um, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's at, just at, some, at a
0: certain point, you'll end up going to a casino with Jamie Vardy and watching him abuse <laughs> a Chinese guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was really odd. And then Peter Moore, uh, Peter Moore was presenting the whole thing, and then Jose Mourinho came out on stage with some top bants um, Oh, it was horrendous. It was really bad. Yeah, he he's like. Uh, I can't remember what I was reading what they're saying about like how football managers are not really known for their comedic timing. Um no. <laughs> showed it it was just
2: really awkward and forced. But and You um, also got a think, in the context of it being international, that can't made any sense to somebody in America. No, not really. No, because like, he's like there's the whole Peter Moore's a Liverpool fan. They're talking about the best managers, and they must have been like, but no one knows Peter Moore's a Liverpool fan or anything. They just know that he's British. Yeah, like it made no. It was so bizarre. Yeah, that. Yeah, like well, yeah,
0: definitely a really really awkward moment. But there were plenty of those throughout this conference. Um, so yeah, uh, next up they talked about EA Originals, which is this sort of—I think it's a new initiative. They kind of started down this path last year with um, Unravel, where EA are going to try and support some the development of smaller games um, by small studios or, or single developers, like indie sort of indie games.
2: Um, did anyone play Unravel? Yeah. Uh... I didn't actually think much of it to be honest hmm. it looked so really like a walking nice. simulator. yeah it looks great I mm. um, feel like the puzzles didn't really evolve as the game went on it could have been you could have fit the same experience into like a two hour walking simulator and I probably would have been happier
0: hmm. yeah
2: um, but it's nice
0: to see them You know, trying to support the development of smaller games, and they announced uh, the the first one that's going to be under the EA Originals banner was this this game called Fee. Um, I couldn't really get much of a a grasp from what they they showed as to what sort of game it is. It's got something to do with rhythm, but uh, switched off. I didn't think it looked good at all. No, but it's still you know it's (laughs) nice to see because like Ubisoft have been doing this for a while now, um, trying to develop smaller games, and it's nice to see another big publisher try and jump in on that as well um, so then they moved on to Star Wars and this was a, another rather disappointing segment um, it was just various EA studios saying hey guys we're working on a Star Wars game we'll tell you more about it later but we're really passionate about Star Wars and um, we got to see a split seconds worth of gameplay footage, or what looked like gameplay footage from um, what uh, Amy Hennig uh, and her team over at Visceral are working on, which is like that's probably the highest profile of the, the Star Wars games that that are currently in development. Um, I'm pretty sure it was at this point they also mentioned that they're going to be they're looking at having. VR support for um, Star Wars Battlefront in uh, some capacity as well. I know that they mentioned a little bit in the Sony sh- uh, conference as well. Um, but yeah, a whole lot of. That'll be sorry. That, I was
3: going to say that'll be really handy for the five people still playing
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish it was five people. I, I
2: just I cannot get.
3: Yeah, a game yeah at least you them. could
2: have a game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, yeah, a whole lot of, like, we're, we're working on Star Wars games, but m- more to come later, and, 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 like, well, we already knew they were working on Star Wars games, so that just felt like a bit of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they finished the conference with uh, Battlefield 1. They showed the same trailer well, I, said, I put down here that they showed the same trailer twice, but they actually showed it one and a half times. They showed, yeah. they showed <laughs> half the trailer and then said that was that's a little sneak preview of our, of our new trailer we'll show you the rest in a few minutes but first let me babble on about battlefield for a little bit like less than 5 minutes later okay here's the whole of that trailer and <laughs> uh, and then following that they had um did you did you, uh, did you watch any of the live stream after the EA event
2: uh, yeah, I actually. so I didn't watch the EA event live. I watched it after oh. the fact. But I, by the time I actually managed to get to it, I've caught the very end of the Star Wars stuff. And yeah. And then Battlefield was all I watched, so I watched the live stream. Did you see um, the the
0: whole really awkward guy standing on the uh, in front of a a banner welcoming the celebrity guests as they came in to to yeah. play Battlefield One? yeah oh my god it was so bad it was bad. terrible and yeah. even
2: the bit before where they had Jamie Fox and uh, Zac Efron, Efron. Yeah. yeah where it was like guys are you pumped and it's like you could tell they did not care yeah they clearly <laughs> they hadn't been paid enough money to get hyped yeah they'd just been paid to turn up and play a game and that's all they were doing they well, did they got, not want to be hyped well those two came in like well they
0: were there uh, earlier on and then yeah. a little while later they come wandering in like stumbling around and coughing and it looked like they'd been out side for a quick um, toot toot um, <laughs> and then like, bloodshot eyes and like a bit uh, what's going on um, and then the the only person like they've got loads of people came in who like I well like Snoop dog uh, pretty ch- safe to assume that he is actually a bit of a gamer mm-hmm. like um, yeah. he had his voice included in um, one of the CODs recently and whatnot and um, but then, like the person who was the most enthusiastic when he came in was Terry Crews, and I was like, Terry yeah. Crews is a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was surprised he got enough time when, after being down the gym to actually play games. I was but, gonna um, say
3: even the original Xbox controller must look tiny in his hands. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no, apparently he's a keyboard and mouse guy. Oh, apparently, for and that's what he oh, was. That's sorry. what he was saying. <laughs> But yeah, then there was like a it was like a mixture of like weird celebrities and then uh, uh, YouTubers who actually play a lot of Battlefield. um, Two big like uh, two big teams for a sixty-four player match. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. It might just be this one map, but it looked to me like a World War One skin on Battlefield Four
2: which I think is something we've talked about before and we've talked mm. about, I kind of had that inkling that that might be the case and thus the, that demo had not changed my mind at all I no. definitely think it is, they just picked an era and said okay, what can we how can we fit this around Battlefield mm. rather than the other way around kind of, mm-hmm. to make it how can we make this a Battlefield experience and
0: yeah um, so yeah, uh, yeah I'm, a, I'm a little bit a little bit worried. Um, I mean, it could be that when it can, com- well, they could be like showed some of the maps later on. Maybe there'll be some actual trench warfare ones, and um, they showed in the trailer. Um, it was cinematic, but uh, people on horseback chasing an armored train and things like that. So there could be some yep. some interesting different, you know, game styles. But that particular one just looked like. If it wasn't for the fact that it was biplanes and zeppelins and things like that, it just looked like a World War II battlefield. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not so I'm not sold based on on that limited gameplay I saw. I'm less sold than I was after having just seen the trailer, to be honest. So um, hopefully, if they show some more gameplay in the future, they'll win me around again. But at the moment, I'm leaning more towards uh, Titanfall 2. Uh, for that, mm-hmm. for the games coming out in that period, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah, because that actually looked because the trailer for that was actual gameplay. It wasn't cinematic. It was clips of of game, of actual gameplay, and the gameplay looked insane. And the gameplay in Battlefield One just looked like Battlefield. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, hard to argue with yeah. that. Anyway, uh, should we move on to Bethesda? Sure. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Bethesda return again after... Th- this is their the second conference last year was the first one they've ever done, I think. Um, yep. Not quite as inc- like uh, exciting as it was last year, because they didn't have any Fallout to, to announce, but they still had a few little surprises up their sleeves. Uh, Quake Champions, uh, so continuing this revival of the 90s shooter. Uh, they're bringing back Quake. Uh, they didn't show any yep. gameplay footage, it was just a cinematic trailer, but I gather from what I saw that it's going to be like a multiplayer-only thing like uh, Quake 3 Arena.
2: The only thing that got me thinking was because they were showing the different types of characters, is it going to be some sort of MOBA or character-based shooter or something? Yeah. Something a bit like an Overwatch or a Battleborn? Uh, um, something, somewhere in that sphere, Like I don't know what form it would take, but... As soon as you start talking about abilities with different characters, or suggesting that at least, but that's not—that's not necessarily a bad thing though.
4: No, no, it no, could,
2: it could
0: work. I mean, it works—it works really well in uh, Overwatch, so it it could work. Um, yep. But based on the Doom multiplayer, um, well, it's, it's because it didn't make the multiplayer for Doom. I think they farmed that out to someone else. The multiplayer is not great. Um, But yeah, I've got high hopes for that at least, because I used to play a shit ton of Quake 3 Arena back in the day. Mm. But um... One thing that was missing from that trailer, why wasn't there a big eyeball running around? Do you remember the Mm -hmm. the eyeball character you could (laughs) play as? Yeah. They should have thrown that in there at least. Um, Elder Scrolls Legends... Uh, that card game based on Elder Scrolls series that they announced last year at E3 uh, apparently it's out now on PC already yeah? uh, it's coming to Mac, oh, iOS and Android okay. later this year yeah I had no idea it was already out on PC but apparently it is uh, I might have to give it There's down Is it beta to or outright out? Uh, it's out it's in beta on PC at the moment oh okay so but it, you know it's available to play I don't know if it's an open beta or whether it's well, you have to sign up for it, but um, but yeah, it's coming to it's coming to Mac, iOS, and Android later this year. Like any sort of card game that comes out like that, kind of has to end up on mobile platforms. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah it's definitely the home for the more. It's, the more
3: they yeah, yeah. End
0: up. More people are going to want to play that game. Yep. You want it slumped in front of the TV with your tablet playing Hearthstone or whatever. Like you don't want to be sat in front of your computer playing a card game. But yeah. yeah. Um, more Fallout DLC. Um, they announced uh, a while ago when they upped the price for the season pass that they were going to be making more DLC than they planned for uh, and they showed a few little bits and pieces Uh, one of them is the uh, DLC where you would be able to create your own Vault vault Tech shelter and carry out Vault Tech style experiments on the inhabitants (laughs) um, which seems a little bit like Fallout does The Sims um,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's gonna I'm not really money. that impressed with all of the DLC to be honest it's no. all, it seems all building focused I want story uh, content. well
0: there has been one there's, there's uh what is two there's, there's Automaton yeah. which I've played recently but that's quite short and that's sort of like a bit of story tacked onto a new building mechanic but yeah, then exactly. there's um, uh, what's it called Far, Far Harbor yeah Far Harbor yeah. yeah that is an, an actual story based DLC where you go off to another area that's not part of the um, of the of the main map um, and there will be more of that as well in the future I'm sure but yeah I know what you mean there's a lot of like um, buildy stuff but yeah, you know it's a, it's it's a distraction um, mm-hmm. there's more Fallout Shelter content coming um, and the game is being ported to PC but I stopped playing Fallout Shelter ages ago so I'm not really bothered about that it'll be interesting to see if it's <laughs> free
3: on PC mind
0: I imagine it would be. It'll <laughs> yeah. be th- It'll be the same sort of microtransaction yeah. uh, deal. Um, Skyrim Special Edition. It's been rumoured for ages, and people have been asking for it for ages, but it's actually happening. Skyrim's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Um,
3: I would sarcastically say Skyrim The Special Edition Part 2, considering the Skyrim Legendary Edition has been out for a good while, and this is probably just going to up the graphics a little bit.
0: Yeah, but that's on PC only, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose uh, that's no true, yeah. yeah. And you can make Skyrim look as good as you want on PC because there's all there's, yeah, there's yeah, a million and one graphical mods, but on for, for us console peasants, <laughs> it's nice to be able to play yeah, Skyrim again. I, I would take any excuse to jump back into Skyrim. I absolutely adore that game. Um, and from what I've seen, the changes they've made look, it look make it look really nice. Uh, it won't change the fact that uh, characters... Uh, facial animations are really wooden um, but <laughs>
3: and things like that, but
0: um, yeah, uh, it's going to have mod support as well, and I'm presuming that it's going to come bundled with uh, all the DLC. You would imagine, so at uh, least I'd like the hope so. Nice. It's the usual uh-huh. thing that happens when they bring out a definitive edition of a game later on, they bundle in all the DLC yeah. and the DLC for that was quite good. Yeah,
3: they're um, supposedly coming out for about £25 or thereabouts yeah. Really? I think I read that that somewhere, that it will be um, a slightly lower retail price than normal. Which is kind of...
2: When I went to look at the prices, it was more expensive. Was it? Still the regular price. Well, if you look about like... That might just be here.
3: I can't
0: imagine it took that much work to port that to Xbox One and PS4. So, yeah, scale the graphics a little bit, chuck in the mods, put the DLC, put it in a package, send it out for 25 quid. That's free money. Because mm. yep. <laughs> it's like by far the most popular Elder Scrolls game, uh, and people will buy it again. I mean, I'd, I'll definitely be purchasing it again as, as long as it's a reasonable price. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, Prey, uh, Prey Two is a thing again, uh, but now it's just called Prey, and bears absolutely no resemblance to the Prey Two demo they showed uh, a few years ago, where you were sort of like a bounty hunter.
2: Yeah, in like a space city or something.
0: Yeah, uh, looks. I remember that looking really interesting, but now it's completely yeah. different. And now it's sort of supposedly, well, I presume, first-person sort of like horror game set on a space station. I got a little bit of a System Shock vibe from um, from watching that demo. I mean, no gameplay at all. It's probably very, very early in development, but um, yeah. at least that's still a thing.
2: I mean, what y- is what makes a Prey game? Because I never played the first one, and then this looks so different to that other Prey Two demo. So what?
0: I don't know, but like, I don't know what it is. It's just a like, it's just a name, as far as I can make yeah. out. Yeah, like there a little of a bit of nostalgia that.
3: for it. It was an interesting first person um, shooter slash adventure action game um, back mm-hmm. in the day, um, but that's what over ten years ago, now, I think, or nearly. Yeah, anyway. um, the original one, two thousand and six. Yeah, there we go, ten years
0: not bad games mm. yeah but then the original trailer they showed for Prey 2 appeared to bear no resemblance to Prey mm. and then this one doesn't appear to bear any resemblance to either that or the original Prey so um, I don't know it just seems to be a name they like but um, it's yeah it's definitely still a thing <laughs> um, Doom uh, there's going to be more Doom modes coming, some DLC packs, I think they're going to add some actual story DLC, uh, some more multiplayer maps, more Snap Map content, and new multiplayer modes and whatnot. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, oh no, sorry, actually, before I forget, they also uh, announced that the first... The first level of uh, Doom is now available to download for free on Steam. I actually downloaded it, yeah. Yeah, I downloaded it as well and and gave it a play uh, because I haven't actually played it yet. Fuck me, it's fast. (laughs) It's really, really fast. Um, I actually uh, bought the game on the back of it though Because I enjoyed it that much Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 really like, it's actually really, really good Like I'd heard everyone banging on about how good it is But now I've actually played a little bit of it Yeah, it's really, really good It's properly yeah. fast, like a, a real 90s shooter sort of feel But with uh, modern visuals So yeah, I think I'll be picking that up When it uh, drops in price a bit um, Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online Apparently has 7 million players But I don't know whether that's 7 million active players or just 7 million people who were suckered into buying the game like myself Um, (laughs) I I played it for, I don't know, a couple of dozen hours Um, had a fairly decent time with it but then fell off Um, it's coming to Japan soon I'm sure they're thrilled about that Uh, and there's a new expansion coming based on the Dark Brotherhood but like I said, I, I fell off that completely so I can't find it hard to get excited about that um, Fallout 4 is coming to VR, it was specifically coming to HTC Vive in 2017. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to handle movement because, yeah, you can move around with a HTC Vive on, but you, you can only move around within a certain space. So, I don't know how they're going to handle like walking over miles and miles of the wasteland.
2: No, unless, um, because one of those pads are kind of clickable, so I guess you could use one of them to walk or something, yeah. Um but I don't know. Yeah, it's not ideal. No. It's not as good as an analog stick.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, the final, it felt like quite a chunky section of the show was devoted to Dishonored 2. Um, they showed a couple of, of trailers, they showed some gameplay footage, they showed um, quite sizable chunks of a couple of missions that showed the different areas and the different sort of uh, story themes that are going to be covered. Um, some really, really interesting things. Like, one of the bits was. Um, playing as the character in a mansion um, which stops uh, there's something in the mansion that stops you be able to use the sort of supernatural powers that the characters can use in, in, in Dishonored but you had this weird sort of mechanism with like a, a, a few panes of glass and you used it to flip between the mansion in the present uh, which was dilapid- dilapidated and the mansion in the past which was like when it was Oh, there were people yeah. living there and there were like guards and things like that and so we were like using the lens to be able to position themselves behind a guard who was standing there in the past then warping to the past, stabbing them and then warping warping back into the future and using the flipping between the two to, to navigate puzzles uh, it looks really really good I really enjoyed the first Dishonored I don't know if either of you guys played it at all
3: Little uh, I started
2: playing song, through it recently yeah,
0: yeah I, I really liked it um I think I talked about it on uh, the, this particular trophy or achievement on, a, on an episode a while ago. The the clean hands trophy was one of the one of the the, the trophies I've had the most fun getting, which is getting through the entire game without killing anyone. <laughs> um, and I'm oh, hoping okay. they'll have that in there again. Um, yeah, because like you know how you could get through. You got the whole traditional like you can sneak in and sneak out without being seen by any guards and not have to kill anyone. But you were supposed to kill. You had targets you were meant to kill, mm-hmm. but every single one of them in, in the original Dishonored you could subject them to a um, a fate worse than death which meant that you didn't kill them but something else would happen to them that was actually kind of worse than dying <laughs> um, yeah uh, Dishonored 2 looks great I'm really looking forward to that right so moving on to the PC conference uh, I didn't see any of this I just read about it afterwards I don't know if any of you guys saw any of it at all
3: didn't see the conference no. itself but sort of scanned through the um, headlines and things
0: yeah, that's pretty much what I did, yeah. So, first of all, Dawn of War
1: 3.
4: <laughs> Go ahead,
1: Andy. No. Go on, Andy. Uh, well, I didn't see the conference itself, but I did see the trailer, the gameplay trailer. Looks... Of course you did. <laughs> I yeah. bet you've watched it, like, a dozen times. Of course. Passed <laughs> it all to you guys, you know. <laughs> um, made sure that everyone knows about it. Um, looks amazing. Um, mm. The amount of action, the amount of effects going on seems unbelievable from what I've seen it's more of a skirmish world like 40k it is, rather than the um, Total War series
4: hmm.
1: looks really good what I can't much more else about it it's just Dawn of War really which is a great series is the Warhammer series what is
0: what seems to be the only thing keeping Sega alive because <laughs> it seems to be the only games they are publishing is Warhammer games on PC yeah and I that's think it. Relic Football Manager
1: Yeah that's it as well Football Manager Sorry what's that?
2: Football Manager as well Oh shit yeah Football
1: Manager Yeah yeah, that keeps them
3: going
1: Yeah Yeah. I think Relic and Creative Assembly are keeping Sega alive along with Football Manager Well Creative Assembly make good games
3: If only they had a back catalogue of rare games that they published that they could release on PC or possibly update (laughs) to the new consoles I think they
1: released the PS3 Mega Drive Hit Collection (laughs) <laughs> well, those like yes. are games or yeah. something so
0: yeah well all they'd need to do is uh is remaster and re-release Shenmue 1 and 2 probably well, doing it. that that would keep them uh, well there's been rumors I don't know if they've actually I officially they announced did. it or not but yeah if they did that that'd sell
3: oh well and a little bit of a an, a Sega update on the tw- 22nd of July there is a special Sonic anniversary event happening with some with some, new, with some news for fans.
0: I'll, I'll take your word for it. I don't <laughs> care for Sonic.
3: <laughs> no, not since what Sonic Three, really. Oh, it's in Lego. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. It's Sonic Lego.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is in the Lego Dimensions who came in the last bit Ah, of the trailer hmm. interesting Um,
0: what else do they show Uh, Oxygen Not Included Uh, new game from uh, the developers Clay who made Don't Starve and was it Mark of the Ninja and uh, Shank yep um I can't really, there's not a lot we can really say about it. It's probably oh. the world's shortest trailer for a game, <laughs> it's about 20 seconds long. Uh, but it appears to be a like 2D space colony simulator game. Um, but yeah, that's all they, they showed a 20 second trailer for that, and that's about it. So I can't really say much about it. But I really like Don't Starve, and uh, yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, they're a good developer,
3: um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. it sounds sounds like an interesting concept but as you say we haven't seen enough of it to actually make any you know sort of judgments on it yet no
0: uh, there's a few here that I've seen the headlines for the announcement of the games, haven't seen the trailers, don't know anything about them, so I'll whip through these. So, first, Ark Survival Evolved, which I heard described as a, dinos- a first person dinosaur survival game.
3: I have a funny feeling this is already out on PC, or at least a version of Ark, so it might be a, an update yeah. or a, yeah. a slightly different version of. Or maybe the Survival early
0: Evolved early is a new version of Ark or something, I don't yeah. know. It might be in early access, yeah. But I don't really know anything about it. But, um, yeah. Uh, Giant Cop, which is apparently a VR game <laughs> where you play a King Kong sized police officer stamping out crime, okay. lit- literally stamping out crime. Um, Mountain Blade 2, uh, that's Mount and Blade, not Mountain. Um, an open world sandbox RPG, uh, don't know anything
3: about that. And the first, uh, uh, yeah, the first ones are fairly well regarded. So, but it, they never seem to be a big enough title um, for it to mm. get talked about in a conference. It seems a little odd. I think surprised quite a few people.
0: Um, Killing Floor is getting a sequel and a VR game as well. Uh, I've got no idea what Killing Floor is either, but um, I think it's they're a, making a sequel.
3: It's a multiplayer, um, first-person online, something or other. Um, okay. it's been on, Killing, Killing Floor's been on Steam for ages, and Killing Floor 2, um, I think I've seen um, adverts and things are coming soon, previews on Steam um, for at least a couple of months now, so it's not necessarily mm. surprising. Uh, the, v- okay. the VR support is, I think, it's something new, though.
0: Yeah, that seems to be a bit of a theme throughout this, throughout all of you three, actually. Um, speaking of which, uh, Superhot is getting ported to VR. The um, that right. weird time bending FPS puzzle game that came out early this year is uh, getting ported to VR. I presume it's going to be coming out on both Oculus and HTC Vive. But
3: um, well, you've played that, Adam. Would that be good yeah. for VR? <laughs>
2: yes, but I would. I'd love to try it. I cannot. So there's. Um, you can later on. You get the ability to. I'm not going to spoil it too much to jump from place to place and it's quite disorientating. <laughs> playing it anyway so I cannot imagine doing that in VR I'd start <laughs> to wonder where my body is or something <laughs> like, I felt unnerved doing it in the irregularly um, but there's some very there's definitely some cool applications they could use for it, so it would be exciting and I guess because of the slow-mo nature of it it would be a slightly easier um, Game to fit into first person rather than a shooter where people could feel motion sick Mm. and stuff. Um, So I'd be interested to try it. The fear
0: I've got is like from what I've seen the gameplay of it's quite like very stop-start. It'll be like you'll be standing still for a second and then it'll be like these quick bursts of like sudden motion. Yeah. And that in VR could make Mm. me feel really queasy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: so that's true. Um, The thing I'm talking about later on in the game is definitely fast would definitely fall into that category.
0: Um, What else? Tyranny. Uh, A new RPG coming out from Obsidian. Um, Following on from... um, What was it? Pillars of Eternity? uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, Obsidian tend to make really good, really well-regarded RPGs. I haven't played Pillars of Eternity, but I've heard it's really, really good. I just don't have the time to sink in a hundred hours into a... (laughs) Uh, you know, a good old fashioned point and click RPG, yeah. but it's, it's a genre I used to love, so um, maybe at some point in the future. Um, Observer, which is a, I don't know who's actually developing this, but it's a first person cyberpunk horror game that um, seems to be based around hopping into people's dreams and nightmares. Um, there's only been like a short sort of cinematic trailer for that. There's not a huge amount of information, but it looks interesting. Uh, ArmA 3 Apex. Uh, it's an expansion for ArmA 3 that adds another hundred kilometres of new maps, uh, <laughs> as well as new weapons and vehicles. <laughs> so if you're into ArmA 3, then you're getting more of it. Um, Turing Tests, which is uh, a new first-person puzzle game. We saw a little bit of this before E3, and it looks quite cool. It's sort of like a you know first-person. Um, puzzle game sort of inspired by Portal and and the Talos Principle and and I guess The Witness and and games like that Um, I've put down here Overland and then put nothing underneath it so I don't know what that is um And then, uh, yeah, Dual Universe, which is something that's quite interesting. It looks like a game that's heavily inspired by No Man's Sky and is set to release in early access before Hello Games are going to manage to get No Man's Sky out. So (laughs) in the space of time that Hello Games have announced No Man's Sky and still not managed to release it, someone else has seen it thought, that's pretty cool, I'm going to make something like that, and then managed to get it out before them. So...
2: That would be good.
0: Um, That's about it from the the PC conference. I didn't actually see it, but the the PC conference is usually regarded as a little bit boring from from what I hear. But yeah, anyway. Moving on to something slightly less boring and a little bit more manic. uh, Ubisoft's press conference, which is always entertaining. Um, (laughs) As always, they open with Just Dance. Just... Because Just Dance, you know. <laughs> well it's significant. There's always
3: a new... It's significant that this one has actually been announced for the N Cross and is the first non uh, Nintendo game to be announced for it. So that's yeah. that's at least two games that are gonna be out for it. Just Dance twenty seventeen and Zelda. Take your pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um well, like
0: Ubisoft seem to try at least and support Nintendo consoles even after everyone else has gone away. Like Watch Dogs was on the Wii U, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The previous Just Dancers have, um, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you just called Aaron Cross again, and we. we <sighs> I read somewhere a while ago that it's supposed to apparently it's called the N-Cross, and at least that's what it's referred to in Japan, and then, well I suppose we'll mention it when we come to the Nintendo thing, but Reggie Fisa May actually called it the NX, so now I don't know what the hell it's called, so... all <laughs> well, If Reggie anyway.
3: says it's the NX, it's definitely NX. It's, yeah,
0: we'll just, we'll call it the NX <laughs> and if Reggie says it's the NX, then it's the NX. Yep. Anyway. Um, yeah, that whole, the big dance number at the beginning, and then Aisha Tyler gets up on stage <laughs> flanked by a you know, people wearing giraffe costumes and all this stuff, and said, Can we have a moment to reflect on the horrific tragedy that happened in Orlando? This is oh, a, yeah, this oh. is a bit awkward. And the
2: the <laughs> girl stood right next to her, was smiling the whole time, and it was like, What's wrong with you? Stop smiling. Maybe she it's didn't sombre Maybe <laughs> she's just like, La la la, I'm yeah. on stage. Like, it was so awkward,
0: yeah. Um. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then they made a jarring jump to, to, to go into Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. These titles are getting so <laughs> long and ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I think when when uh, Adam, when you were when you were live streaming it, oh, um, yeah. I call what did I call it? Uh, cocaine oh, yeah. Smuggling Simulator 2017. That was it. it was yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, it's like a. It's like a. I don't know how to really describe it. It's sort of like a cooperative third-person shooter game where you're busting cocaine smugglers in Bolivia, but instead it's a of a
2: massive empty open world as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like some people have been getting really excited about it because it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a cooperative shooter, but instead of you being in a small area working together, you split up across a massive map, coordinate to try and bust drug smugglers and I just like all the way through watching it, I thought Yeah, it looks alright, but doesn't look anywhere near as fun as just playing a cooperative heist on GTA Online, Mm -hmm. and it didn't look graphically any better than GTA Online either, which is a port of a last-gen game. So, um, but but you know, it it was kind of refreshing to see them show a game that looked a bit janky rather than something that looked amazing and then turns out to not be look doesn't look amazing when it finally comes out. yeah i'm not i can't really get excited about that lots of my friends are but i can't really get excited about it at all uh next up south park the fractured but whole (laughs) um which was uh i was a really big fan of the stick of truth uh really really enjoyed that game um despite its problems it got a lot of bugs and, and and a few other issues um but this one looks really good. It's, it's. They've changed the combat a bit. It's a bit more like tile based. Um, looked a little bit more like, um, like a Fire Emblem sort of game, maybe, or, um, you know, that sort of like, uh, tactical, positioning RPG, like Final Fantasy Tactics or whatever. Um, rather than just, you know, characters lining up against each mm. other and taking it turns to hit each other. Uh, and the whole story seems to be taking on a bit of a parody of the Marvel and DC cinematic universes. <laughs> um, there was the clip they showed with all the, the all the the kids in their superhero costumes in someone's basement, and Cartman's got um, the their cinematic universe. They yeah, had the different phases, like the Marvel cinematic universe phases, on a whiteboard, and they were arguing oh. about what was going on, and they're like, "That's it, it's civil war," and um, yeah, looks really good. And then they had um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker come out and sit on the the BBC Breakfast News couch and um, talk to yeah. To, they they seem genuinely um, excited about video game development. I get the impression they're they're probably big gamers themselves.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you fake that kind of enthusiasm?
0: No, no. Uh, and they, I'm sure sort of sure when they came out at Ubisoft's conference last year, they came out and they're like, "We're really sorry that uh, Stick of Truth wasn't as good a game as it could as it should have been." And I was thinking well it wasn't that bad I, I really enjoyed it <laughs> you don't need yeah. to apologise it was a good game um but yeah I'm looking forward to that and that they announced that when it uh, when it comes out it'll come bundled with um, Stick of Truth for anyone who didn't get it which is nice yeah um, uh, The Division uh, The Division's getting some actual paid for DLC for the five people who are still playing that game um It's getting the first piece of of pay for DLC is called underground and will feature randomly generated dungeons in inverted commas Um, They didn't really say a huge amount about it apart from that It could be interesting. I've I've completely lost interest in that game Um, It had a really interesting really really good launch and was a good fun game for a while and then With the expansions the free stuff they brought out later they kind of broke the game and then took too long to fix it And it's now just not really fun to play, uh, and then there's going to be another uh, piece of DLC afterwards called Survival, which they didn't really say anything about, but seems to have something to do with weather mechanics. No idea. <laughs> um, next up was one of the weirdest things I've seen at any of the conferences this year, which was Eagle VR. Um, was did, it was was Palmer Lucky one of the people that came out? I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. Yeah, Put on a Lucky Hawaiian shirt and flip flops comes out with some of his mates and they played this game called Eagle VR, which is like a, a multiplayer game on Oculus Rift where you fly th- well they were flying through Paris in first person trying to race through these gates to get to the point whilst also shooting each other down. Um it the <sighs> As people were pointing out on Twitter, they're like, can you name anyone who could get into the situation where they could get five friends together and five PCs yep. and five <laughs> Oculus Rifts in order yep. to play this game? Um, no, the no, only no. thing that was interesting about it was every time they cut back from the gameplay and you just had this line of people on stage with Oculus Rifts on, sort of like looking up, down, or all over the place, and they look like, <laughs> <looked> like idiots. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a really weird thing. Uh, more VR followed that with Star Trek Bridge Crew VR, yeah. um, which is like a sort of interesting concept, but again, you need to rely on lots of people having a, a powerful enough PC and an Oculus Rift or a HTC Live. Um, so that's a game where you, with different people man different parts of the Enterprise's bridge. Um, and they had a, a video with cast members from Star Trek over the years, like Carl Urban and, and um, what's his face? He played Geordie LaForge
1: Um LeVar Burton? Yes, yeah, LeVar that, Burton, yeah. yeah. And then and uh, LeVar Burton. Jerry Ryan. Out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, tough, tough. Forget the female.
0: Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm not a Trekkie. <laughs> I'm not really a Trekkie at all. Um, but yeah, then LeVar Burton came out on stage and talked really enthusiastically about how amazing VR was. But VR just does not demo well in, in a conference setting at all. I standing you know sitting there and watching people wearing headsets looking around telling you how amazing it looks doesn't really play well and it was that whole section was boring as hell just I just, think in in the live stream didn't you go off for a piss at that point adam
2: oh yeah I did Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't do it when he came it was just too much I got so bored Um, it was enough the gameplay demo with them all sat talking was enough I didn't need him (laughs) to then come out and tell me again how immersive it was it was I just couldn't put up with it anymore
0: yeah
1: (laughs) I was done yeah but if you think about it on Uh, the bridge mm -hmm. all you would push buttons so how immersive is it going to really be you know, it's probably cheaper to go buy the board game than go buy five Oculuses. And I would rather play the board yeah. game as well,
0: to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> even if I had enough money for this, I, I'd still rather play a board game.
1: And I don't even like Star Trek. Somebody, somebody likened it to a holodeck, and I was like, going the holodeck, the holodeck. No. You don't.
2: I don't think any of them go <laughs> no. to the holodeck to practice no. being in no. the bridge. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but a holodeck, you don't wear a headset. The holodeck is around you. Yeah, well VR is you have to wear this bloody thing connected to a PC
0: and look really awkward mm. doing it as well yeah, yeah. That, that whole section did not play well um, anyway moving on to something a little bit more exciting uh, next up they showed quite a long gameplay trailer for um, For Honor which is this weird knights versus vikings mm. versus samurai sort of dynasty warriors sort of thing I don't even know how to describe mm. it Fighting um, over a puddle of water. Yeah. That's what I saw. Yeah, that was in the like the actual cinematic trailer. And then they showed like yeah. an extended bit of gameplay where one guy was playing as a Viking dude, <laughs> and they stormed a Japanese castle, yeah. and he, you fight your way through to the big samurai dude at the at the center of the castle and have a big fight with him. In the in the live stream, you were likening it to to Rise, Adam.
2: Yeah, and just the way they stormed that first castle, and there was flames mm. everywhere. It looked a lot like Rise, and then. What I remember of Rise. Rise might have had almost like hero characters that you thought fought against hmm. alongside the um, like minions. Yeah, but the minions weren't quite as easy to beat as they seemed to be in this. Right. But definitely, like, is that a slightly more slow, like, methodical pace to the combat, but not quite as intense as something like a Dark Souls? That's kind of what reminded me of Rise as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it looks yeah. interesting.
2: Yeah, it looks really good. Though. Yeah. yeah. Just hopefully, where the, see where the story goes, and then it's also got a multiplayer mode, which will be interesting to see. Yeah, more good.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in seeing what the premise of it
2: is. Why, why Vikings are fighting <laughs> knights and samurais? And yeah. yeah. I mean, the first demo seemed to make it seem like the world was collapsing in on itself, or time was collapsing. Yeah. Because they had that cinematic trailer where they all just appeared in like a quarry, facing off against each other. Mm.
1: It looked interesting yeah. with the way you were directing yeah. your sword, left or right, so you had to choose which side you were going to defend. It was an up or mm. down. That mm-hmm. was interesting. I also tell you, the dude who um, is the creative director, he was good. The guy with the beard yeah, and the cane.
2: Oh. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the cane. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it might be is his that? voice in the game as well, just like hammed up a little bit. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like him. I could be wrong. Mm. Yeah, that was something a little
0: bit different. Um, next up, they showed Grow Up, which is a sequel to Grow Home, which is a game I really, really liked. Um, they, the sort, of the little robot climbing. Why ask? It was weird. The game felt like a tech demo that had been stretched out into a game that ended up being really fun, and is now being spun out into a, a larger sequel that's going to be larger in scope and. Um, more things to climb and further to climb it's a it's a game that's really really hard to describe without making it sound really boring and it kind of looks a bit boring when you watch gameplay of it but when you actually sit down and play it it's really really good so I'm looking forward to that um, then they showed trials of the blood dragon um, two guys from uh, was like one of the guys who was like the one of the developers from um, far cry blood dragon. Uh, and then yeah. one of the guys from uh, the trials team came out in matching tracksuits and showed this, this bonkers demo. For well, like you were saying in the live stream when it first started up, it looked like the intro to Saved by the Bell. Uh, oh, yeah, then, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then it was like the weird sort of like 90s, well, late 80s, early 90s, like uh, toy adverts, sort of thing, with like. People, yeah. kids holding these action figures and smashing them against each other and whatnot. And before they yeah, even showed the title up, I thought, like, is this going to be like a blood dragon take on on um, Trials? And then yeah, they showed it, threw it up, uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon. Um, <sighs> anyone that bothered about Trials anymore?
2: No, I don't enjoy it. Once it gets too hard, it's not fun.
0: Yeah, that's the problem I have with it. It's, it's fun for a while, and then it just gets ridiculously difficult and not fun. Um, But yeah, it did remind me of the fact that a while ago when uh, Fire Cry Blood Dragon came out and it was quite a bit of a success Ubisoft said that they would love to do Blood Dragon versions of some of their other franchises and I had these wild hopes that they were going to make like Splinter Cell Blood Dragon or Assassin's Creed Blood Dragon. Um, (laughs) They haven't done anything with any of them, which is a bit of a shame. Um, uh, Next up... Watch Dogs 2. Uh, this was I mean it was this was a bit weird. They I don't know why they decided to I guess it's because it leaked. Yeah, they um, they decided to do a live stream announcing Watch Dogs 2 like a week before E3. And so by the time E3 came on it's like I'm not really that bothered about it. They didn't really show much that they hadn't already shown in the live stream. It's more Watch Dogs. Um, the character seems a little bit more interesting than um, What's his name is it Aiden Pierce from the first one yeah. cuz Aiden Pierce yeah, was, was boring as hell um and that game was really drab and just way too overly serious and this one looks a little bit more a little bit more lighthearted he's got some the, the character actually has friends this time and they're like cheeky hacker types who are doing it for the lols um but I don't know. It's more watchdogs. I've had my fingers burnt before, so I can't get excited about it because mm. it'll probably be rubbish when it comes out. I hope it's not, but it probably will be. Um, and then finally, Hi. Steep, which I don't know. I don't even know how to. Uh, what is it? It's an extreme yep. winter sports game, but what is it?
2: Yeah. Open world, and you can pick. <laughs> Which how you would descend each mountain or something in the Alps.
0: Yeah, but is it like hardcore Winter Sports Simulator or is it like SSX? I couldn't really work out what it was trying I to be. I get a feeling it's like SSX.
2: Just right. from like the wingsuit seemed arcadey ish Yeah. But then like I think I said when I was live streaming over it, the thing like the wingsuits where you're going through the wings, I'm pretty sure like GTA Online has that and yeah. Just Cause 3 has it as like a bonus mm-hmm. little extra mode. I cannot... Imagine an entire game based around time trials and challenges and stuff. No, it just didn't interest me.
0: No, I wasn't too bothered about that. But the one thing I did notice after was like when they were showing it and you saw the bits of them like skiing or snowboarding in first person, and they do like crazy backflips or something. (laughs) Yeah, that felt really disorientating. And then they announced afterwards that it's going to support VR. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know why. That's just going to be. I'll be vomiting all over the place if I tried to play that. That just seems like a horrible idea. Yuck. But yeah, I'm hoping they clarify what the hell it's supposed to be later on. But yeah, multiplayer open world extreme winter sports game. That's basically it. But yeah, that was um, Ubisoft. Um, should we move on to Nintendo? So uh, Nintendo had beforehand, we thought we are going to have the least interesting event of E3. Uh, they originally it was just going to be Zelda, and they said, "Oh, well, we'll stream some other games as well. We'll bring some other stuff along." Um, and then they weren't even going to be doing a Nintendo Direct. It was just going to be Nintendo Treehouse, and I was not excited for it at all, really. And then it happened, and it turned out to be one of the best parts of E3. Well, at least parts of it were the best parts of E3. So first of all, we'll get the boring stuff out of the way. Pokemon <laughs> Sun and Moon... Um they, they started off the, the treehouse and Reggie came out and said hey we've got some Zelda here's a little clip of a trailer and they showed that right we've got some more Zelda coming out but first here's 40 minutes <laughs> of people sitting on couches talking about really? Pokemon Son and Me is that
2: how long it went for
0: yeah jeez, jeez. 40 minutes of it like um, I was watching Giant Bomb talking over it and they sat there for a while and tried to talk about Pokemon and then in the end just left and put <laughs> up a label that said like, Giant Bomb will return when Pokemon, when uh, when Zelda does, and <sighs> then came back like 40 minutes later when, when Zelda returned, but, yeah. Uh, has anyone anything to say about Pokemon, son
3: and me? Uh, nope. It's not out until November. <laughs> pe- and pe- it's Pokemon. Yeah, people who care about Pokemon will absolutely love it, everybody else, meh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not Pokemon Snap 2.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get excited about it. When I, you know, once upon a time I would have got excited about a new Pokemon, but not anymore. Um, should we talk about the other things before we come onto Zelda? Because I mentioned Zelda's is probably going to take up a little bit of time. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So, Pokemon Go, um, which is a Pokemon game, I am actually excited about. Um, you saw a little bit of them. The demo live the, streaming. I did, yeah, yes. A little demo of this. So, what is
3: Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go is a smartphone app that has a little bit of <coughs> augmented reality and uh, using GPS location. It has been developed or is very, very similar to the Ingress um, app that was on Android, where you okay. used to... Um, using your GPS, you went into the app, and it basically showed a map of your location. So you pick, yeah. you picked a side, you went to certain buildings, etc., and tried to hack them um, for your team. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go seems to be similar to that, except it doesn't seem to be team based and is pos- looks to be solely um, your own filling up your own Pokédex by collecting um, Pokemon that you find out in the real world through the augmented reality of it. I don't know mm. if I didn't see any of the multiplayer in the stream if there was any. If there's not any multiplayer, I think it will have limited appeal. Yeah. Except the people That's- who actually do want to fill out a Pokedex of, you know, new and rare and, you know, cute Pokemons.
0: But that's only ever been part of Pokemon, though. Like filling out your Pokédex is is fun, but you play Pokemon to Battle, like your, yeah. pit, your, pit your Pokemon against other Pokemon.
3: So ideally, you want um, that. If there is a way of linking up your smartphone app or being in range of somebody else with, then and you can sort of do a little bit of battling that way, that would be quite interesting. Or if there's a way of maybe tagging your Pokemon and powering them up and leaving them in a certain place for people to then try and capture. That could be hmm. a potential other way um, which wouldn't be maybe quite as fun but at least would make it a little bit sort of more multiplayer orientated and actually making you want to you know, establish um, yeah. your Pokemon in your area um, for other people to have a go at. Well,
0: they are going to have Pokemon trading as well. Oh, okay. Uh, they announced that a while ago. There's going to be a trading aspect but I just hope, yeah, like I say, I hope there is going to be some sort of being able to battle, you know, other people, like uh, even if it's just like random people in the area, like the uh, what's the thing that your 3DS does? Mm, street you- Pass. Yeah, Street Pass. Yeah, if it has some sort of mechanic like that where you, where you pass someone else who's got Pokemon Go and then you, you can, like, you'll get an alert and you can open up Pokemon Go and, and battle their Pokemon or something. Yeah, that would be interesting. Something to make it actually fun to play beyond just walking around to the point where there's a Pokemon and collecting that Pokemon. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine they'd miss out that whole aspect of what Pokemon is I can't but, imagine they'll yeah. do
3: that and I'm assuming there's going yeah. to be in-app purchases and things in this as well but that again wasn't necessarily mentioned the one thing they did mention was the Pokemon Go Plus uh, which is a little wearable device um, using Bluetooth <laughs> it connects up to your phone and let see, I'm just pulling up the details here It's the only way to play the game without pulling out your smartphone. Using it sounds pretty easy. If the wearable is blinking blue, there's a Pokemon near you. Players can press the button on the device to try and catch it. If you catch it, then it'll flash in a rainbow-like pattern, which means success, while a blinking red light denotes failure. Um, It vibrates as well, um, so it does so if you have it on your wrist. Uh, which I think a couple of the people on the stream actually were um, Miyamoto was wearing it on the lapel of his suit which just looked so odd <laughs> um, they have actually set a retail price for this uh, it is thirty-five is $34.99 um, so I would imagine it's probably going to be in around £35 uh, whenever it is released as hmm. well that makes it a little bit more interesting and certainly makes it a lot less awkward looking whenever you stop in the middle of the street staring at your phone. Well, you to say try and, that. catch <laughs> catch a pokemon.
0: You say that, but you look like a prat wearing this thing on your wrist anyway. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I mean, it flushes. It's like a sort of like yeah, it's like a teardrop shaped pokeball, chunky <laughs> pokeball strapped to your wrist. Like you can going to look like a bit of a plum wearing it, but I'll
3: probably end up getting one. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so that was about all. they. Let's see, I'm just reading here. Nintendo didn't have a hard release date for the app itself, but said the wearable will be out at the end of July. So I'm assuming the app is going to be available at least before that or in and around that time as well. Uh, yeah, so, so they might give it maybe a, a week or two um, of availability before actually having the hardware out. Hmm. They did say within the app itself... Um, there should be a button that will help you locate a store close to you that will actually sell the little hardware device. So it'll be interesting to okay. see how that work, uh, works and I'm assuming in the UK it'll basically just point you to your nearest game. Yeah. <laughs> so well,
0: yeah. that's usually what happens. But They won't point me towards Tesco's they don't sell Nintendo stuff anymore.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. yes they do. They've got Amiibos. <laughs>
0: Mine doesn't. Really? My Michael Tesco doesn't know no. they've got makes they've got to make room for
3: Lego dimensions. No, well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> well they'll have plenty more space now that Infinity's dying off. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, anything else
0: to say on Pokemon Go?
3: No, it looks no. it looks a lot more interesting than Sun and Moon. Um pure, yes. Purely, yes, from yes, a, for sure. purely from a more <clears throat> casual player viewpoint.
0: Yeah. And it'll actually make me get off my ass to actually play it because I'll have to go
3: and walk around to pick up a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, just get all the Pokemon in your house and that would <laughs> Yeah. Oh,
0: I did see one thing actually. They said uh, from what the IGN played with it a couple of weeks ago, and they were saying from what they gathered, the Pokemon appeared to be. Specific to sort of like the ecology of where you live, and so like they were walking around the Bay Area in San Francisco and were only finding water Pokemon. Oh, okay. And then people playing in other areas were saying that they discovered other sort of Pokemon. So you might actually have to travel. go to other places. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you might have to travel to hunt down other Pokemon. See, then, so that, if, that would
3: be quite interesting. So it would if they're doing it that yeah. way. I'm making rarer um, Pokemon potentially and harder to get to places or things like that. <laughs> Top of Everest. Yeah, I was was just going to say, yeah, somebody will, there'll be some sort of special one up on Everest that somebody will eventually get. Yeah,
0: Brian Blessed will get it.
3: (laughs) I was actually reading an article today. Um, Approximately 56% of people who are currently trying to climb Everest um, actually make the summit, which is really, quite an impressive stat, although it does cost them anywhere between $30,000 and upwards. Uh, do you actually achieve that?
0: Yeah, I, I think I'll skip that. Yeah, then. Yeah.
3: There's approximately six thousand people have actually made it to the top um, since Hillary Edmund, uh, Edmund Hillary, um, did it the first time.
0: Plenty didn't, unfortunately. Yes, but yeah. Ever Oasis? I saw what is that.
3: Yeah, I saw a little tiny bit of this. Um, whenever the stream was uh, going on, unfortunately, it was at uh, dinner time, which is never. Um, uh, a good time for watching TV and things. Um, it was, mm. It's a brand new RPG IP um, by Nintendo. It's 3DS uh, but it looks things now it didn't actually say whether it was compatible or specifically for the new 3DS. So they showed off some gameplay footage. Uh, stylistically, um, I'm just reading this on IGN, stylistically the game takes cues from ancient Egyptian aesthetics and there's an almost Animal Crossing vibe to the activities in your Oasis. Ever Oasis is the creation of Koichi Ishii, uh, perhaps best known as the creator of Saiken uh, Densetsu uh, series, known in the West as the Mana series. Um, they no <laughs> yeah, they played um, a fair amount of it. It looked very cute. Um, I think it's been sort of referred to as a sort of chibi style um, of animation and art. Hmm. Um, it looked a little bit of. Um, resource management in and around the um, Euro Oasis, as such, but then there's also yeah. battling with um, a variety of enemies and things around that. And I think there was, um, they were just going into a boss battle uh, before I had to stop watching the stream. Um, so, yeah. again, it's another RPG on the 3DS, which has an absolute abundance of RPGs. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be interesting to see how it fares. As a new IP, it's a good thing that it's not just another sequel to, say, Fire Emblem um, or um, a lot of the more established series. Uh, so mm. it could be a little bit of a risk, but, yeah, it looked interesting for what it was.
0: I guess we should move on to the, the meat and potatoes of the of, uh, Nintendo's livestream then. The the new Zelda. Um, it's called Breath of the Wild, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, um, Ze- The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Um... There'd been screenshots b- b- beforehand, um, I don't think there'd been a trailer released before
3: of it, had there? There... I don't think so. Well, um, if no. there was any, I think there was just the static picture that had been released. If there was a trailer, it was no more than a very small teaser of maybe just yeah. a movement of that um, static picture that had been released. So I don't think mm. it was ever any more than that. So yeah, this literally is the first and awful lot of people have seen of it. And oh my goodness, it looks gorgeous. Yeah.
0: It, well, yeah. Not only does it look absolutely gorgeous, that the art style is sort of—it's somewhere between um, *Wind Waker* and like *Twilight Princess*. Yeah. It's slightly more, not like cartoony, like sized characters, like slightly more realistic
3: proportioned yeah, characters the, and whatnot. the other thing I would compare it to is um, *Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate* on the Wii U, um, but yeah. with a more slightly cel-shaded. And yeah, sort of, Yeah. Uh, graphics and yeah, even just the sort of the way the movement of Link um, around the environment and what have you, I got an awful lot of sort of Monster Hunter feels off it, and uh, yeah, it just looked breathtaking.
0: Yeah, that's one of the big things about it is not aside from just how stunning it looks, even running on the, on the Wii U. Um, it's they've. Done so much. T- they've added so much to the Zelda, te- to like to the, the Zelda template. Like there's, there's stuff in here that's never been in a Zelda game before, and there's so much of it. There's just every time I see more footage of it, there's just more and more and more stuff they appear to have added mm-hmm. to, it, to the, the people are discovering in it. Like, um, so it's a giant open world. There's actual uh, loot like you would find in like a traditional sort of RPG. Like it's not just you know upgrading from a wooden shield to the hero shield or whatever it's actually you you open up a chest and find like a new pair of trousers or something like that that's got slightly better stats than the one you've got Um, right up to the point I think in the actual trailer they showed at the beginning of the treehouse there were bits with Link wearing a full suit like of armour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 which yeah. looked amazing.
3: I think there was also environmental clothes that you would need to put on, so if you're in a particularly cold or snowy area and what have you, you obviously want to yeah. try and then put on uh, warmer clothes and things like that. Um, so yeah. so that your energy doesn't decrease your stamina or whatever. Yeah, and then it's like, uh,
0: tied into that, there's the whole like finding resources and finding food and mm-hmm. having to cook, uh, uh, like a whole survival aspect to it, and Climbing and like so many things that they've added in that have just never been in a Zelda game before. Like it's it's insane. Like it looks incredible. Like it, it's gone from uh, I think Kev uh, tweeted up uh, to, uh, to us in the uh, in our private chat earlier on today. Like um, I don't know where he got it from. It was like some metrics of like the, the games that people have been talking about the most since E3. Oh no, that was me. I oh, was <laughs> you. <laughs> sorry, was sorry, sorry it was Kev. <laughs> yeah, um, Zelda is. Well, well ahead of any other game. Yep. Like, people are going mad for it. So I can kind of now understand why they only uh, yeah. bought Zelda. <laughs> 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 because there's just so much to show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this whole mechanic they've added in with these different... Uh, they call them glyphs or something like that, where you can interact with the... Like, uh, they showed the, like using a glyph to raise a block of... Turn up some water into a block of ice... Uh, another glyph will um, interact with uh, metal, uh, anything that's metal in the environment, and then you can manipulate it using the six axis. Uh, six axis. Sorry. The gyroscope. Um, getting my, my companies mixed up then. I used the gyroscope to, to move things around to, to solve puzzles, and like there's just so much to it that's never been in a Zelda game before. There was, there admittedly. Was, yeah, there was things like uh,
3: chopping down trees and using leaves yeah. to try and um, power a. A little sailboat across um, stretches of water and things like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's in it that's kind of, like, not really new to third-person action RPG. Stuff that's been in that genre for a long time Mm -hmm. that's never been in a Zelda game before. But now they've added that in. And then, like, some of the mechanics you mentioned, stuff they've added in stuff that nobody's done before. Like, I've never played an RPG game where you have to build your own ship. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um and yeah they, they they said like the area that they've been showing off in the live stream looks enormous and then they said that that is a fraction of the world
3: Yeah, so it could be huge yeah there was a little bit of um, sort of the fog that you would get and what have you um, in and around sort of the outskirts of the map that they actually showed so yeah if that's any indication of how big that map it is it's going to be massive and it's the fact that hmm. they basically said that if you can see it you can probably get to it
0: yeah. Which is the only thing I've got to say about it that was a little bit disappointing, and it might I don't know whether this is just the way that it was come across in the live feed, The frame rate didn't look like the you know, the sixty the buttery smooth sixty frames a second we usually get from Nintendo first party games. But I have also been reassured that that's probably one of the last things that they optimise.
3: Yeah, um, I read a couple of tweets about people who are actually on the floor in E3, and they did say that it did feel a little jittery uh, whenever mm-hmm. they were playing it. So yeah, hopefully they get that ironed out. But um, I would say the release date is going to be—I uh, don't think there was an official one given. Um, so I would say it's—it's it's, it's not out
0: before the NX. It, it'll be a launch title, when it, with the NX? Yeah.
3: So you're looking at next year then? So you are. Um, yeah. If that's what it's going to be, so possibly March next year.
0: It could also just be that this is pushing the Wii U to its absolute limits because it looks absolutely—it looks way better than a game. I mean, the Wii U has there's been plenty of Nintendo first-party games that come out on the Wii U that look far prettier than they have any right to on the on the mm-hmm. Wii U, considering it's not not particularly strong console in terms of processing and graphical power. But it looks absolutely gorgeous.
3: It does look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, Nintendo know their hardware very, very well, and know how to uh, develop for it to get the best out of it. So, if this is really well, it, it is the Wii U swan song. Um, if the, yeah. if this is what we've seen so far, oh my goodness, they really are pushing it to its absolute limits. And in which case, mm. then the NX um, must be phenomenal. If this is going to be the base game um, for it oh God, being released, I yeah. I've got high hopes
0: for the NX now. Hopefully, it's not too long before they actually (laughs) reveal, they show it, and then when they actually show it off, maybe they'll show what Zelda looks like on the NX, and then oh my god,
3: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) very very excited. But from from what they've shown, um, I think a lot of people would be interested in potentially picking up a cheaper Wii U to play this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or. That's what I'm gonna have to do. Or this is definitely gonna be an NX system seller and I would be surprised if it's not bundled in with um, at least one of the first iterations of it. Is
0: it sold you on getting a Wii U,
1: Andy?
3: Um, no, it's Lego sold me.
1: (laughs) 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 This game doesn't sell me at all. Sorry, sorry. I tried to play Zelda when I had a GameCube and I managed to pick up a few Mm. copies of um, Twilight Princess and I picked up Wind Waker and I picked up the mm-hmm. Majora's Mask um, Double Edition. With um, so I tried to pick, it and I tried to play it, and I just couldn't get through it. I just couldn't get past the first hour or so a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I just went, right, that's it. It's me tapping out on Zelda, and then ever since then, you know, I admit it's beautiful, you know, stunning looking. I look, mm-hmm. saw the trailer on this, and it is a stunning game. It just doesn't. Do anything, for, not, for not me, for you. you know, unfortunately, yeah. So that's fair, you know.
2: I've been a long time mm. Zelda fan, so I'm I'm ridiculously excited for this
0: now, yeah, yeah.
2: Same for me, um, well, I think that's still my one go to franchise that Nintendo have that I have to play every single one, mm. um so yeah I haven't watched as much of the coverage yet as I'd like to so that's why I've been a bit quiet but uh, yeah I have to try <laughs> now find a cheap Wii U <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll buy a, that's my sorry
1: go my they just no, need to on, reduce sorry. that price to have a moment it's about two fifty over here still
0: yeah it's, it's still some... too expensive like I picked I got a, di- a good deal when I picked mine up on Black Friday but it's uh, outside of deals like that it's still too expensive
2: it's more yeah. expensive than the Xbox One now here because because it's wow! Still, it's still three thirty here, yeah. and the Xbox One's now two seventy or something. Jesus. So it's like it's not worth it at all.
3: Currently on Amazon, you can get a thirty-two gig Wii U with Mario Kart Eight and Splatoon for two hundred and thirty-nine pounds. I paid two hundred for my Wii U without any bundled-in games, purely as a Monster Hunter Three Ultimate um, console, just oh, to, just to play that <laughs> yeah. on. Two hundred pounds yeah. was my mark on that, and I thought, nope, I'm going for that. So two thirty nine for it, including Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon, is a fantastic price. It may still seem a little yeah. bit dear um, compared to either the PS4 or the Xbox One, um, which are going to be dropping down in price with new iterations coming out. Um, but certainly, even for that, and for the range of quality games um, that are available on it, um, which really don't drop down in price an awful lot, no, it's still no, no. it's a fantastic system. Yeah. If you had nearly, or a good chunk of them uh, back catalogue on the Wii U, that would do you for a good wee while, so it would, um, until the other consoles actually sell themselves down.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, they have said that they're going to cease production on the Wii U fairly soon, if, if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, they're, they're ceasing production early next year, I think, that's what they say. Yep. Um, so I assume when the NX is out, or at least when it's close to coming out, the Wii U will plummet sure. in price. Yeah. I'd imagine uh, either that or it'll it's go up dream. in price because they won't be making them anymore I don't know <laughs> uh, should we move on to Square Enix uh, can I don't know what anything to say about it but yeah yeah well I'll just mention it quickly um, sure yeah uh, so Square Enix decided to not have a press conference because they haven't really got anything to talk about really well they have got a few games to talk about but not enough to sustain to, to an entire conference so to make up for that they decided to live stream for six or seven hours a day uh, and, and there's no way we're going to go through all of that footage to see what they talked about um, so it's just <laughs> Deus Ex is coming out if you didn't already know um, Final Fantasy 15 is coming out again if you didn't already know uh, there's more missions coming to Hitman which is good because I paid for it um, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithfulness Faithlessness sorry a new Star Ocean game great uh, Kingdom Hearts is still coming out um, there's a possibility there's going to be a PS4 collection of the previous Kingdom Hearts games if you're a fan of Kingdom Hearts uh, Nier has been delayed but is still coming out and that's about it yep so hmm. great thanks Square Enix right <laughs> let's move on to the chunky ones then get this over and done with so Microsoft new um, new console well, two new consoles. One's coming out soon. A, 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 the, the Xbox One S. It's no real surprise. No. really, is this? I mean, they did this with the 360 as well. Yep. So three times they did. There was the, yes. the, the they did the the, the the Xbox and the X, Xbox 360, the Xbox 360 Elite, then the Slim. And then they... Didn't they do oh, another then, version of it just after yeah. the Xbox One came out as well?
2: Yeah, called the E, which looked like an Xbox One, kind of, but in yeah. the Xbox 360 proportions kind And yeah. dirt cheap, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's 40% smaller, uh, only available in whites. Uh, integrated power supply, 4K video support, a new Blu-ray drive. Um, you can get a 2 terabyte hard drive in, but uh, we've seen that you, you tweeted a, a deal earlier, Stuart, of one that's got 500 gigabyte hard drive, but it was mm. like £239 or something uh, like that? I think
3: it was, yeah, 229 GameSpot, Hallett. Um, yeah. The the one terabyte was maybe in around 270 or so on top of yeah. that I think yeah the 2 terabyte one topped out at about 320 um, But for that's a good price for £229 mm-hmm. for yeah the Xbox game yeah. um, it's a very very is good price is that available
2: straight away it,
0: no it's pre-order yep pre-order okay. th- um,
2: I mean straight away from pre-order but oh, like, yeah, over here they're only selling the 2 terabyte until next year
0: well this one
3: was, it was uh, definitely uh, on the, yeah U- Gamespot UK as well isn't it okay. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: okay maybe it's, maybe it's different over here then different bundles or something but yeah
3: yeah uh, but um,
0: that puts it uh, quite a chunk cheaper than the PlayStation 4 at the moment, because the cheapest mm-hmm. price I could see for a PS4 one terabyte was 330 quid. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much the 500 gigabyte ones are, but it's the yeah the Xbox One is now significantly cheaper, and I imagine the original Xbox One versions will drop in price even more. It's yeah, it's only available in white, which is a bit annoying. I don't like having a white console. My consoles are black, I like to keep it uniform uh, it's coming out <laughs> in August um, Gears of War 4 Look, Gears of War? more yeah. Gears it's more gears of War uh, cross play on Xbox One and Windows 10 um, which is going to become more of a pattern I think the first party games going forward they're going to try at least and have um, parity across the two platforms and cross play across the two which yeah. is, which is Look, always a good yeah. thing
2: Look like most of these announcements that they made that were first party are that cross play. Um, yeah. It's called Xbox Play Anywhere, was what they were, the term they were fashioning, I guess.
0: Yeah, there's being able to stream, as well as being able to cross play uh, on Windows 10 and Xbox One. If you've got a, 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 an Xbox One, you'd now be able to stream it on your PC or your tablet or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, a, a, a bit like um, yeah. the. Uh, Sony remote play that, that you can do on the Vita that apparently also does work on, on tablets and PC as well or at least will in the future um, I can't remember whether it's out yet or not but yeah um, four player co-op play I think it was four player yeah co-op play yeah, yeah. Um, crazy physics extreme weather nuts yeah new That's enemy weird purple lightning yeah, yeah uh, new weapons and a very old Marcus Phoenix um and a rather tasty looking um, Gears of War... $100. Xbox One Elite controller. <laughs> $200. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was about to
2: say. It's $200. <laughs> yeah. Well, it
0: looks nice. I didn't say it
2: was cheap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I wanted it. I don't... I want to get an Elite and I was like, right, maybe this is All the right. one, but... Here in Canada, it was two fifty, and I was like, that's more expensive Jesus. than a regular <laughs> Xbox One now. I could buy a second console for that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's madness, but I bet people buy it. it does oh, look yeah. Good.
0: People will buy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just looks like more gears. Like, there's, there's these new mechanics they're throwing in with the, the whole... I, I think the, the extreme weather is going to form a quite a large part of the gameplay. Um, but, you know... It's more gears, it's not really revolutionizing it, but it didn't need to because gears are still good. So,
2: well, and it was, um, I guess, it was one of the games they showed off that's going to use this HDR thing on the 1S. Yeah. Which is like high dynamic range or something, so bright colors look brighter and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'd imagine those, that maybe that purple lightning that was coming down as part of the weather is perhaps to show off the extreme contrast that the one the I don't display. know how
0: this works in games because HDR is a is a term the that TV comes from, standard um, well it comes from photography originally it's where oh, you yeah. take it's where you take uh, the same picture over and over again but you start with like a low saturation and go up so the dark the, the darks and the lights are more vibrant okay. there's more contrast um I don't know how Maybe it works. It just means it, brighter colours, I <laughs> in guess so. Yeah, like blacker just, blacks and whiter whites. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it looks good. Uh, it was a far more impressive trailer than the one they showed last year, which was pitch black and you couldn't see anything. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, speaking of gears, General Ram is coming to Killer Instincts, but that got leaked beforehand anyway, so no one was really, you know, surprised by that.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, just. Horizon sorry. 3. Oh, sorry. supposed to say that, uh, the whole Microsoft conference got leaked.
0: Oh, pretty much everything yeah, got leaked. So yeah. The only people who managed to keep anything a secret was Nintendo. Yeah, there was there loads of things were leaked beforehand, but, but. Um, Yeah,
2: because even like the next thing you were about to say, yeah, Yeah. um, that got leaked as well. Because as soon as I saw the kangaroos, I knew what it was. (laughs) So I was like, "Well, I've read this somewhere. I couldn't remember where, but it must have leaked." Because I knew as soon as it was. Yeah. So yeah,
0: and of course that was uh, Forza Horizon Three, which is now set in Australia. Um, Got four player co op, uh, racing across a variety of different surfaces with a variety of different cars. Um, looks looks kind of fun um, in a sort of like almost need for speedy sort of way, where there's actual traffic yeah. on the road and the, the handling's really arcadey to the point where mm-hmm. you've got like um, supercars racing on gravel surfaces and things like that that you'd never actually get in real life. But um, yeah.
2: it looks Make something off a Top Gear challenge.
1: Yeah, yeah. Could have um, called it. It, f- it looks really nice. Could have called it Forza Horizon Motor Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you're, if you're a you know fan of Forza, I mean, I'm I'm not really a fan of the Horizon spin so I'm more of a fan of the the more Regular. yeah, the, mm. the the more semi um, Forza Motorsport games. Yeah, um, but yeah it looks fun. Uh, next up, Recall, uh, which is um, is it
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, him and um, some ex-people ex-people from Retro that used to make the Metroid Prime games I can't remember mm. what they're called yeah him and them
0: still no real idea what it is apparently sort of like a, a third person action adventure platformer with some shooting mechanics and like a buddy system with this sort of like robot dog um you can switch, by these cores, yeah. Yeah, and you can switch them out into different types of buddies. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks, it looked colourful, which was nice, uh, especially after the the sea of brown that was Gears of War four.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's worth uh, knowing it's not a full price game either. Even though it's, a box. Ah. Um it's only fifty dollars here, so twenty five pounds ish. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd probably be thirty because we we'll always yeah. get charged a little bit more over here. True. But yeah,
0: that looks looks interesting. I'll be looking forward to seeing some actual proper gameplay of it, but um, no idea when that's going to be coming out. They, they didn't set a, a release date, did they? I don't think. Oh, no, I think they did. Do they? Yeah. Or was it just sort of like 2017? I might be wrong. I don't I can't know. remember. It's coming out at some point. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy XV. Uh, they showed a massive titan fighting the, the 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 characters in final fantasy 15 uh, i haven't really got a huge amount to say about this i'm not a fan of, the, of this sort of the battle system they've got in these final fantasies
2: it looked a bit boring it was just a lot of them there was some like warp thing which was like an active dodge thing and it was just them warping in and out of the arms well, and then hitting it well there it was, was like a, a message written across the screen that said um
0: this is like endure or survive until your teammates get to you. So they they was there for like two or three minutes, just dodging attacks and not doing anything else. And then they hacked and slashed at the little bit between his fingers. Uh, yeah, this giant type like paper thing. cut, like a paper cut. Yeah, uh, it was a bit of a weird demo. It didn't really look particularly good. Um, no. well graphically it looked stunning, but it didn't look particularly fun. Um, but then i from what i've played final fantasy 15 it's not particularly fun to play anyway mm. but um yeah uh the the whole it, it did look a little bit god of war uh in terms of like yeah. these little people taking on this massive character it was a it was a spectacle even if it did look boring um Battlefield 1 they showed that trailer again if you hadn't seen it already um and they announced that it's going to be available one week early on uh, EA Access on Xbox One. Is EA Access on Windows 10
2: as well? Uh, kind of. It's called Origin Access, I think. So, oh it's yeah, the, of course. The yeah, same yeah thing. so it's just on Windows. Yeah.
3: It's not um, even specifically Windows 10 either.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. it's tied to their. Uh, app, the Origin app rather
3: than
0: mm. Windows I guess. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, on PC and um, Xbox, you were to get to play it a whole week earlier than, than us poor peasants on uh, on uh, PS4. Um, so they showed the Division, the new Division DLC again, still not interested. Uh, then they, they talked a lot about uh, the changes they're making to the Xbox Live servers. Uh, they're making some network improvements, uh, bringing some new servers, they're adding some things that Like, background music that was already on Xbox
2: 360, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's never been on (laughs) Xbox One for whatever reason. They said it wasn't high on their list of priorities to sort out. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, that's coming back. Um, Cortana functionality, uh, the ability to choose your language independently of where you live, which is a nice little touch. Um... The, the network improvements kind of surprises me because it's not really a problem on Xbox, is it? They don't really have the same sort of like uh, network
2: outages that we have on PlayStation. No, it does... Um, I, have, like, I didn't own a 360, um, but I have heard people saying it happens more often than it did on 360. Mm. So it's always good to know. Well, at least, they're, to that.
0: at least they're fixing it. Wish Sony would take note and do the same yep. with PSN. Yep. Sometimes that can be down for days. Um, they're bringing, adding this thing called Clubs, uh, online community centred around games and locations This seems to be a little bit similar to the um, the community's uh, aspect they added onto PlayStation 4 a while ago where you can mm-hmm. join communities around specific games or podcasts or anything Like uh, yeah. you can find like minded people
2: um, through those groups so they did um, have something called Overdog that was a bit like it was basically that and it wasn't just centred around games and this mm-hmm. feels like they just took the games bit out of that yeah, um, but I don't really get it because like they were showing you pictures of people like doing status updates and like chatting like it was a forum, and I just can't see people do sat at their Xbox with a controller typing a whole essay about what they think about a game. No, so, it's a bit weird to me.
0: Well, I but. suppose you could always use smart glass to do that. True, smart glass is still a thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, it still exists. They updated it to look like Windows Ten. <laughs> of course, they did. <laughs> 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 um.
0: And they they also announced uh, Arena, which is some sort of Xbox tournament platform, but I, I, I don't really know what they mean by that
2: was so ea also announced something kind of similar for their sports titles yeah they did yeah kind of is trying to bring competitive gaming to everybody regardless of your skill level Mm -hmm. um so it's providing that platform so they have different tiers of things so that you're not just playing i think that it's to try and make you find people that you can play against so you can play in these tournaments and then if you were to win that level of tournament then you should probably progress to the next level up so then in the end you'd f- find players at your level that you can competitively play with mm. um so it has like a pro tier for pro players and then it had like amateur or something and then, then and casuals and all this stuff so it could be interesting it's a good way to find people to play with um but you have to see how well organized it is and it, it relies on i think part of it relies on users creating tournaments as well mm. If no one's creating tournaments at your skill level, that's kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah, um, but yeah.
0: But yeah, it's some It'll interesting little additions to Xbox Live, which is you know already a really good service. Yeah. Um, there's some more some Minecraft news. Um, Minecraft is now going to be playable across Xbox, Windows 10, Android, and iOS, but not PlayStation. Um, there's going to be dedicated servers on the way. I d- didn't realize there weren't already dedicated servers, but there you go. Uh, for some reason, John Carmack was out on stage talking about Minecraft. Yeah. But not in a. T- oh, no, it, that's why, because it was, it was talking about VR support, wasn't he? For oh, Minecraft. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, of course he was, yeah. So, yeah, VR support is coming to Minecraft in some capacity. Um, but I'm guessing that's just going to be on PC because Microsoft aren't really saying anything about VR support on Xbox One yet. No. At least. Maybe later. Maybe, yeah. But we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah. Um. Then they showed a little bit more of Inside, which is the new game from uh, Playdead, the Limbo develop- the developers. I uh, don't really know really what it is, but it's out on
2: June 29th. Um, Looks like Limbo, but it starts off with you being some guy sat in an office who's bored of work and goes off for a wander, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like we um, all want to.
0: Yeah, exactly. I had one of those days today, to be honest. Um <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, looks interesting, and they're also giving away Limbo free uh, to all Xbox players. I think it's regardless of whether you've got an Xbox Live Gold subscription, so that's that's yeah. nice. Um, yeah. Then there was a little Idea Xbox um, montage showing all the the indie titles that are coming out to. Uh, um, to, to Xbox I think they're trying to reclaim some of the narrative off Sony because Sony's been the, the company the last few years it, have been like yeah. look at all these indie games that are coming to, to PlayStation and yeah. Xbox is like well we're getting some as well
2: um, and they're actually
0: getting quite a lot so um,
2: yeah I was happy there was a few Stardew Valley I'm glad they've confirmed yes. that as coming because yeah. up until this point it wasn't 100% so no. I'm happy about
0: that one I mean a lot of these it's the same as like the ones that got shown off on the, the, the Sony conferences in the past. They're going to end up on every platform anyway. Yeah, but, You know, it's nice to see them there. Uh, a lot of these will be will be Xbox exclusives or at least first on Xbox and Windows 10. Um yeah. and then something that got me really really excited, a standalone version of Gwent, uh the card game <laughs> from Witcher 3 is coming out. I've been ranting about this ever since. Um yeah. I I got ad- uh, horrifically addicted to playing Gwent in The Witcher. Which is weird because it's like a, you know, this is a a hundred something hour expansive RPG, and I spent ridiculous amounts of time not playing the RPG (laughs) but playing a card game inside the RPG. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a really, really good card game. Like it's one that I, I've I've gotten on with it more than I never got into Magic. I'm struggling to get into Hearthstone, but I get Gwent, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to Xbox and PC at first. They didn't mention anything else, but the, the guy from um, CD Projekt Red did say that it was coming to consoles, plural. Hmm. So I'm assuming it'll come to PS4 eventually. And it's it's got to come to iOS and Android as well, like oh, all I the other card so, games. Yeah. yeah, at some point yeah. in the future, it's got to come to those as well. Um, beta sign-up is available in the Games Act in September. I have signed up for the beta on three separate email <laughs> accounts <laughs> so I can try and get in on it. <laughs> i am for it as well. <laughs> I'm really really looking forward to that Yeah, um, I actually got my girlfriend to sign up for it as well so, I can, so I've so i got four chances to get on the beta <laughs> um, Tekken 7 nothing much to say uh, that's pretty no it's Tekken Akuma's in it
2: that was always weird because I was convinced yeah. for a second that they were bringing back Tekken cross street fighter and I was like cool it's yeah. a weird way to unveil it that there's a street fighter character in it but it, only but, one yeah but only the one yeah
0: <laughs> maybe that's as far as they got in development of Tekken Cross Possibly. Street Fighter they made Akuma <laughs> and then gave up
2: <laughs> yeah they've modelled him in the game and like yep we're done
0: yeah so they're just like well, we're making a new Tekken but we're borrowing this character from Capcom um, yeah new new Tekken well, uh, it's coming out early next year Tekken Tag Tournament 2 is going to be free via backwards compatibility for anyone who's got Xbox Live membership Xbox Live Gold membership for a week for a week, is that it? Yeah,
1: that's it. Oh, that's rubbish. Mm. Oh, that's right.
2: why I already got made sure I downloaded mm. it then. Mm. Yeah,
1: um, but also Limbo's free.
2: Yeah, Limbo's free for everyone, even
0: if you haven't mm. got a an Xbox Live um, Gold yeah. subscription, which is nice. Yeah.
2: Um, Dead Rising Four. Excited. Yeah, I thought you might be. Yeah, okay. I I remain adamant to this day. Dead Rising Three. Was the best launch game on the next-gen consoles, <laughs> and it's still one of the best. It's still <laughs> one of the best games on. It's still in my top five, probably for this generation. It's re- is a really good game. Yeah, and this looks like it's taking it up a notch. Like the graphics look better because it's an older, uh, like a further into the generation. We're bringing back fan favorite Frank West, and mm. uh, there's an extensive part of the game is played in a shopping mall, which is cool. The cameras back. Um, they've upped the notch with the zany weapons is like a power suit mechanic a bit like fallout um, <laughs> it looks amazing I can't wait um. It's out on December 6th, I think. So that's a good one to play over Christmas. Yeah, this is one of the yeah. few... like
0: This is the first Xbox conference I've seen since Xbox One came out where I thought, do you know what, I kind of want to get an Xbox One now. Because there were a few games that were shown mm-hmm. that were like, oh, I kind of want to play that. Uh, Dead Rising was one of them. I wasn't bothered about Dead Rising 3. It didn't look fun. Uh, I heard it was good fun to play, but it just it didn't look particularly fun when they were showing it off No, this I think looks they can like do a great job Yeah. No, but this one looks like classic Dead Rising so I'm, I'm interested in that um, One that I thought I would be interested in but I'm now not is Scalebound um, the new uh, Platinum game mm-hmm. um, we, we got to see an extended gameplay segment where a rather annoying protagonist with Beats headphones teams up with a dragon to fight a giant monster being played awkwardly by a guy standing on stage also wearing Beats headphones so they must have some <laughs> sort of sponsorship deal going there yeah. um, he also played it really really badly as well, like you <laughs> were commenting yeah, yeah. on the stream, like he was shooting arrows at this big monster and completely missing all of the yeah. the, the, the weak points they were quite obviously <laughs> these giant glowing bits that were like, you shoot him there, you've got to shoot him there and he was just, no, just keep firing arrows at his face It um, doesn't look great really It doesn't look like no. a doesn't look like a classic Platinum game
2: I feel like Platinum are just so hit and miss right now, you don't know which team's working on what and what's going to well, come out good That's the A thing. team That's what I thought, but now that's, I'm doubting it, is no, it that, really? that, is, that is the A team That is the Bayonetta team Okay, so then it's a miss. Then something's yeah. gone wrong in that team. Yeah, it does not look good. Because um, it looks better. It looked bad. Be- its first reveal looked way better back mm. uh, last two year. Years. But now, two years or, ago? or two years, may might have been two actually. Yeah, now you've said that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just—I don't know what's gone wrong with that game. Mm. But yeah, it's disappointing, to say the uh, least.
0: Yeah. Uh, what did not look disappointing though was we happy few. Which is a sort of first person. Oh God, I don't know what you would call it. It's not really survival horror, but it's sort of like a.
2: Psychological something or thriller? Yeah. Psychological survival game or something?
0: But with like a sense of humor about it as well. So we yeah. got a trailer where a guy was using like a, a 1984 style Ministry of Truth machine to censor historical accounts and things like that. Um, like and, red act stuff, yeah. And yeah, and he's supposed to be taking a pill to make him constantly happy but is not taking his top not taking his medicine and then yeah, later on joy. Yeah, he's not taking his joy, and then later on the the uh, some of the characters notice that he's he's not and they start yelling at him that he's a downer, and then he's getting chased by really creepy smiling policemen. Um the whole thing. The cool looks, thing, the best
2: bit was um so they were hitting a pinata, weren't they? Yeah, and then that's when he freaks out, and they realise that he's not taking his pills because it turns out the pinata is actually a dead rat. (laughs) 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 Like, what the hell? Yeah, Uh,
0: it looks very quirky, very very British humour. Yeah, it it sort of looks like almost like if you channelled George Orwell through Terry Pratchett. Um, That looks really really good. Uh, and unfortunately, that's not coming to PS4 anytime soon. So that's another thing that's making me think. Well, maybe I we should get an Xbox One now. Um,
2: In game preview next month as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, free for like the for get the first like thirty minutes or an hour, you get free, which is mm,
0: cool. Should
2: yeah, probably be enough to, to make tempt me want to buy further.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> well, another game that tempted me even more was Sea of Thieves, uh, the new really? rare game. Okay. Yeah the 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 rare the first person pirate game did you not It did no didn't didn't do anything for you
2: I don't get it it's not rare I, mean, oh. I want that I want that humour and stuff and the, all the humour was coming from the talking heads of the people playing shouting at the TV going ah and stuff and oh no get yeah. the wheel and it's like that that was funny. annoying that's not. That's that, not that what it's annoying. gonna be like playing. No, but I was looking at the actual gameplay of it and it just looked
0: True. really interesting. It was like a cartoony take on, say like the Assassin's Creed black flag ship yeah. sort of aspect, but a uh, first person multiplayer where you're all having to fill different roles in the crew. Like someone up on the crow's nest while someone else is steering the ship but they have to rely on the teammates to tell them where they're going because you can't see past the sails and other people manning the cannons and then coming across another ship that's manned by another group of players and getting into an epic battle and having to go below decks and plug the leaks inside of the ship from the cannonballs that have come through and all in a sort of like almost shell- cell shaded like cartoony style I know something about that just really clicked at me Looked, I thought it looked great
2: maybe I need to re-watch it and try and zone out <laughs> the people yelling yes yeah um, and maybe read some impressions of it or something and see if there's something I'm missing but um, it didn't interest me that much to be honest I thought it
1: looked good one of those i will be interested yeah. to see I think it deserves more of a reveal than what it, what it did get I did you know because it, it was all pre-recorded it seemed wasn't it yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah it was yeah, I mean, give it a go, it didn't seem loads to do, that's what I mean, it just seemed to, like you were chasing, you were on a ship and then you got to an island and then sudden they were running away from something, It's like, come on, show us a bit more, I and mean, then do it. Do mm-hmm. we need more people on the ship or is it going to be bots able to do, just, it needed more details, yeah. it just wasn't enough there, but it does mm. interest me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in that. But I know what you mean, though. It's sort of like, if you haven't got people to play with, is it going to be the sort of game yeah. that you can play? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Looks, looks interesting. Um, State of Decay 2 is coming out. The sequel to the Xbox 360 and PC open-world zombie survival third-person actually sandboxy game. Um, that I got ported to Xbox One as well, I believe. Did it ever come out of... Um, like a definitive edition. In
1: Access, Did it, did it ever come out of Steam? What does it call it? Uh, well, yeah, did uh, it ever Access come out of that? Yeah.
0: Greenlight. Well, no, the thing is, like, it was going to be a multiplayer, like, um, uh, MMO sort of game. And they never got that working, so they turned it into um, a single-player game. Kind of like what happened with Kingdoms of Amalur, where that was going to be an MMO and then became a single-player oh, game. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether State of Decay 2 is going to be multiplayer at all, but um, th- all they showed was sort of sort of like a cinematic trailer and r- with a reveal of the the, the State of Decay logo. Um, and I really enjoyed the first one for all of its... Like frame rate issues and broken mechanics and things like that, it was it was kind of a fun game to play, um, but I haven't really got much to say about that.
2: No, I need to get around to playing the first one because it does look good. I've just it's been mm-hmm. sat on my shelf, sealed mm. for months now. So I say it's give it cheap. a go. It's it's yeah it's, certainly well
0: fun. Um, Halo Wars Two coming out in February two thousand seventeen, February twenty first next year. I never played the first Halo Wars. It's it's a console RTS game in the Halo universe, basically. Like Creative Assembly,
1: which could be good, Um, I think. Yeah. mm -hmm. Is it being made by Creative Assembly?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. They know how to make that sort of game.
2: Uh, It's in open beta right now for a week, actually. Um, Okay. But I haven't had a chance to play it. I downloaded it, but I haven't had a chance to fire it up yet. Mm. Got three versus three multiplayer, or something as well, which could be interesting. Oh, okay, um, and then
0: it's, that was the end of the games. The only thing they had left to uh, announce was the previously rumored Project Scorpio, uh, which is yeah. confusing, as we saw today, with various conflicting messages coming out from, um, from uh, Phil Spencer sure. about what exactly yeah. it is. <laughs> Um, yeah. there was lots of talk in the video about uh, more teraflops and yeah. the, the highest uh, there was one particular line that they've not actually edited out of the versions that are available to watch now um, someone's talking about the highest quality pixels <laughs> you've ever seen um, <laughs> but yeah it's a more powerful Xbox yeah. One um, yeah. but now Phil Spencer's trying to at the same time say that it, yes it will Look, games will will have will be running at a high frame rate, um, but also they won't be running at a high frame rate. And the game will the games will be exactly there'll be no, like he said like there'll be no difference between an Xbox One S and, an X, and a and Project Scorpio unless you have a 4K TV. Yeah. But, yep. then but then later also, yeah. Then he said that well, no, there will be a difference.
2: Yeah, because then he came out and said that developers can use all the extra hardware and teraflops as they see fit yeah so then you could so surely they could have a game that runs the same on the regular xbox one as it Uh, and then on the scorpio it runs better uh higher resolution and stuff and perhaps not quite 4k and they're using that power to make it run better or be or something have more characters on screen whatever the hell they want to do so yeah uh, it doesn't make sense to me and then it's also VR ready so it's obviously yeah. more powerful I've got a feeling it'd be something
1: yeah. like what PCs are now so if you get a PC game you get yeah. different settings don't you you get the ultra top spec setting if you've got like a 500 pound graphics card if you pull a graphics card from 2-3 mm-hmm. years ago you got your medium or low settings so you can play it so I reckon mm-hmm. you'll get the Xbox game which will be playable across all three systems and what you'll be able to do on the Scorpio is probably download a patch for it, which will boost up the graphics. So it'll play at, play at ultra settings. Yeah, okay. While the Xbox One and the S versions are just your normal game.
2: That does actually make sense, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this is a topic we might have to say for another episode about whether we actually need. Um, more powerful versions Xbox One and the PS4 and where that leaves games and whether at a certain point in the future games will come out that only work on Scorpio and PS4 Neo or
2: whatever I'm I'm assuming that at some point it's going to follow like the iPad model so at some point Project Scorpio will be the baseline model whether it's in like five years time or whatever then the next one will come out and then there'll be a third version that's slightly better than that and stuff And that's how it'll work. But then, yeah, so killing generations, but not killing console iterations, I guess.
0: Yeah, the Apple model
2: of iterative upgrades, yeah. Exactly.
0: I was going to say, you could technically
3: argue that this has already happened in the console market with the new 3DS, although to obviously a much lesser extent. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. With only one game and um, the sort of uh, (laughs) virtual console um, Mm -hmm. games running in sort of native resolutions, what have you on, the new 3DS only.
2: I guess even go further back the 3DS and then the 3DS Lite and then there was the uh, DSi wasn't there that had the eShop their iteration of that so yeah Mm. it's something that's been done before
0: yeah it's interesting where the the console market's going but um, I guess we'll learn more about that as more information comes out about Scorpio and when Sony decide to actually talk about Neo Mm -hmm. but um, Yeah. yeah anyway let's bring this home (laughs) <laughs> and run through the Sony conference. Um, the, the Sony conference was a bit odd. The whole thing was live-scored by an audience, uh, by an orchestra.
2: Yeah, it was quite pompous. <laughs> yeah. That,
0: yeah, it was. So, um, I can't remember the guy's name from Sony. It was introduced at the beginning and then every segment, but after that, he came out to a live orchestra. <laughs> and then every trailer they showed was live-scored by the orchestra which must have been a nightmare to do but um, yeah Uh, so they opened up with God of War which I don't know whether this had been leaked as well but it definitely been rumored Um, Mm -hmm. new God of War
1: the artwork had been leaked the artwork had been leaked
0: okay Um, so yeah new God of War don't know whether it's a continuation or whether it's a soft reboot but Kratos is now older and has a beard and is in sort of a mythical Norse setting yeah uh, and he's got a son um, i don't know it was there was a weird sort of thing there, were, there was definitely some like god of war style gameplay in there but then there was the whole like taking his son out for to teach him how to hunt mm-hmm. and this weird relationship between him and his son and uh, i don't know it's, it's it seems it seems, odd, it seems really interesting but it's a, it's a a, a weird Angle to take the God of War series It's it's definitely welcome because that series was getting A little bit tired yeah. To say the least I'm
2: going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Just like you guessed with Titanfall That the titan's going to die at the end I think Kratos <laughs> will die at the end of this And yeah. take up the mantle of the sun mm. Mm. I would assume that's where it's going So the sun learns everything from Kratos Through the game And, and then uh, adventures his
0: father's death
2: Yeah, And then we get a sequel in three years Called Son of War yeah, <laughs> and he,
0: he shaves shapes his head and covers himself with the, the yeah. ashes of his fallen enemies or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. um, it is a continuation, though. it is it does follow. It is a continuation, right? Yeah, okay, it is a continuation, and um, then Kratos still. There was something I read somewhere about
2: how it still says Spartan somewhere in that, mm. in that gameplay footage. So then he's obviously still uh, like Roman mythology and stuff. So, yeah.
0: does this mean that, like, he at some point he decides, right, I've killed all of the Greek gods, let
1: me go to somewhere else and kill all of their gods as well? I can only assume, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Or maybe he's been wondering, <laughs> or maybe he's settled down again. Yeah. So it, it doesn't look like he's aged that much, so maybe he is a god. Oh, he's grown a monstrous uh, beard. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> grown a monstrous beard. I yeah. thought the perspective was good, I thought, and you're right it needed a change hmm. it is is less psychotic it does show that he has got some sort of human elements and we've tried to make him have a more softer relationship and more interesting Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game actually I think it's going to be um,
0: yeah I am as well which is I never thought I'd say that about a God of War game again uh, it's but. one of
2: those for me it's like um, how you said some games were interesting you were in an Xbox One this is making mm. me think Oh, at some point, I'd like to play this on a PS4. I
0: guess.
2: Yeah, Yeah, look good. Odd place to be in.
0: Yeah, Um, the next game looked less interesting. Um, Days Gone, uh, the Mm. new game from Sony Bend, who did they did? Uncharted: Golden Abyss, didn't they? Oh yep, and they did remasters of Uncharted. And the old siphon filter games back in the day Mm. Um, third person open world post apocalyptic I've heard it described as post apocalyptic sons of anarchy um, Where you play (laughs) as like a biker guy in a world that's well in the trailer it's just like the world's gone to hell you don't know why and the trailer looked kind of interesting I thought yeah this looks like you know could be kind of cool Society's broken down following some sort of catastrophe. And then they showed the gameplay demo, and surprise, surprise, it's zombies. And then I instantly lost all interest. Um, yeah. As he was running through that area uh, with seemingly unlimited ammo, just mowing down endless <laughs> waves of, of zombies running at him, I thought, this looks really boring. Zombies that either. weren't
2: really a threat either. No. I mean, they didn't no. get near him, they
0: all went down in like one shot.
3: Yeah. It was, mean, yeah. like,
0: it, was, it was just like it. just seemed like Look, look at how many how many characters we can throw onto the screen at one time, um, but not in a yeah. fun Dead Rising sort of way. No, so or Sunset Overdrive. Or... Yeah, or Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, not really bothered about that. Um, the Last Guardian. It's definitely coming out on October twenty fifth. <laughs> um, we got a new trailer. Uh, it, you know, it. Yeah, I can't wait for this. Um, Shadow of the Colossus is one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, I never got into Eco. I think I, I didn't play it when it came out, and then by the time I got around to playing it, it was I, I, don't, I think it, the, the controls were a little bit too archaic, and I just couldn't get into it. But Shadow of the Colossus was amazing, uh, and so I'm really, really looking forward to this, and I'm just so glad that it's actually got a confirmed release date. Yeah. I hope. Are you
1: getting the Colossus edition? No. <laughs> no, I tell you
0: why. I, as someone pointed out on on Twitter, the statue that comes with the collector's edition looks like something you, you like a gran would have on there um, <laughs> on their mantelpiece. It looked like one of those horrible, like cheap, sort of like terracotta painted models of a cat. Um,
2: I need to look this up. I've not seen it.
0: Oh, it looks bad. Like the box, like everything else about it, looks really good. It's like an art book, and it comes in like a nice wooden crate. But the statue itself looks awful. Um, yeah, I'm so glad it's actually coming out. Well, I say actually coming out. They say it's coming on October 25th. But until I'm holding the disc in my hands, I can't say for sure that it is coming out. But um, yeah, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, we got an extended gameplay uh, trailer. Uh, well, gameplay demo. Showed a little bit more of um, what that game is. Seems like it's a massive open world sort of thing. Um, we got okay. hints of what the narrative is. Like, we already knew that it was in his world where sort of like future cavemen were living in a world where giant mechanical animals run around. But now we know that there's sort of like uh, an aspect of uh, what are they called? The corrupted. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, older machines that are corrupting the other ones and turning them bad. Um, Mm. that, that gives me a big Monster Hunter vibe as well. Like, um, like you were saying earlier about, um, Zelda, this whole sort of like hunting down these, uh, these giant mechanical animals to collect resources, to be able to build traps and new weapons and things like that. Mm. Um, it looks really good. Really, really good. Um, the, the the trailer itself, though, got lots of stuff in it that I hope's not, and I think it was in there just for the purpose of the trailer. Like the way that she was thinking out loud about everything she was oh, doing, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, hmm, I better, I've got some some materials. I, I better build a couple of traps, and like, I hope that was in there just for the demo yes. and won't be in the full game.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess perhaps because Sony didn't really have any um, stage people playing through as much, did they on their no. stage? So I wonder if there, that was just a. Deliberate stylistic choice, so then yeah, yeah, they added that voiceover, so you still
0: have an idea what was going on, yeah. yeah. But no, this is one of the games I'm most looking forward to now. Um, real surprise, still, I think, to come from the developers who just made, um, Killzone. oh god, what was the series? Kill Zone, yeah, Killzone, which yeah. is like kind of boring first person shooters, so then just take do a complete 180 and make a game that's kind of original like this, yeah, looks amazing. Uh, I was also really interested in Detroit Become Human, um, and I'm not a fan of Quantic Dream. Um, definitely not a fan of David Cage. I think he's a bit of a prat. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Detroit looks interesting. Uh, we got a, yep. an extended trailer um, with a an android called Connor. I think that was his name. Um, oh, doing like a hostage negotiation where another android has gone bad and is holding a, a the. A girl hostage on the the, the precipice of the roof of a building, and then he goes out, tries to talk him down, and fails. Uh, And then it rewinds, and then shows all the different ways that that scenario could have played out. Yeah. Um, It, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, It's the looked like it's taking on aspects, uh, taking on themes of sort of like friction between humans and androids, and. a slightly more simple story than he tried to do with uh, Beyond Two Souls. Or Um, even
2: Heavy Rain as well, that was overly convoluted and didn't make sense in the end. Yeah,
0: Um, so no, that looks, I mean it could could end up being rubbish, but but the trailer looked good at least. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, Resident Evil 7, Um, which doesn't look like a Resident Evil game. Nope. Where are the zombies?
2: I, don't know. Yep. Um, I guess the only thing is they said that this part isn't in the final game, and there is more to the actual game, right? Including combat. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was weird.
0: Yeah, i kind of I was, when I saw it, I was like, I'm kind of, I'm I'm okay with Resident Evil being this, and yeah. instead of just more of what Resident Evil had been ever since four. Yeah. Um, yeah, demo available on the PlayStation Store now. If you're man enough to download it, I am not. I did
1: today. You did. <laughs> I played it today. Did you play it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. It's um, it's got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. Um, mm, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you sort is f. It's first person. Um, I mean that's what it says. You can play it through as through a whole game as through VR. Um, mm-hmm. and you sort of wake up and you're having it just says escape, get out of the house. So you wander around, it's got the same type of old Resident Evil vibe, picking the patterns, you know, looking at them. Um, uh, you can move a bit quicker, it is, but you, you're just treading around. Hear the old creaks and everything, it's still not um, fully optimized and everything. But um, at one point you find a video, you put the video in, um, start watching it, and, you co- and you're playing in the video, so you're not watching it. As such, you're taking part in the video and it shows you what happened to these three guys. Then it goes back to the present. Eventually, you mm. get out of the house. And if you're not going to play it, spiral. alert, you get knocked out. And then some sort of woman sort of like comes to you. And that's where the MO ends. Don't take long. But it is interesting. It, it has got me interested back in Resident Evil 7. Because I've played all Resident Evils and now I'm just sick and tired of the. T-virus and all that. I do suspect there's some, some something supernatural about it. But like I said, it does have that Texas Chainsaw massacre vibe of a family just going around killing people. And you with the fridge, there's heads there. There's, it is good. I enjoyed it. I I was anyone else.
2: listening to you then. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds so good to me. I was
0: did, <laughs> did anyone yeah. else get the impression after seeing the footage of it though that they've looked at PT and thought, yeah,
2: we'll have some yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird. There's what's that other game, uh, Allison Road, that just got cancelled. That was well. similar to that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, it's worth. I, it's got me interested again. As long as they don't do the T virus monsters, you know, like just real like CGI in a yeah. computer game.
2: I did hear somewhere that they're going to try and scale all yeah. that back, and that's why you just play like a regular guy as well, because they've realised that all the. Um, characters in Resident Evil are kind of like superheroes yeah. at this point mm-hmm. um, so everything you decide to describe sounds way more grounded and stuff in some yeah, I the, mean,
1: the woman at the mm. end does seem a bit uh, you know like supernatural with vibe and there's gonna be something supernatural weird about it but yeah it's one I'm looking forward to I wasn't too sure but like I said played a demo today I thought yeah this is gonna go up on the list
0: well I will not be playing that demo <laughs> 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 too, too much of a wimp but yeah PlayStation VR uh, third little segment thankfully not too long um, just going talking a little bit about PlayStation VR they aim to have 50 games available by the end of the year um, they've talked a little bit about some future titles including a Battlefront X-Wing mission I think it's just an, ex- just an exclusive mission in, in Battlefront that uh, looked a little bit like X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter um, within the PlayStation VR headset, and they're doing yeah, look good, yeah, uh, and they're doing Batman Arkham VR. I have
1: no idea how that's going to work. Um, I've heard it's sort of murder mystery, right? Okay, it, uh, to do uh,
0: playing so, the detective element of yeah. Uh, Batman. Yeah, well, I'm okay with that.
3: I think one of the things whenever they mentioned the fifty games, I think a lot of those fifty games will only be sort of um, one-off missions or whatever levels. And a lot of those and tech games, demos. yeah, well, to an extent, I think so far, um, Resident Evil is the only one that is an end-to-end VR experience. As I say, the other yeah. ones are just little bits of. Um, so it's almost ah. go- it's almost going back to the old days whenever you were given a pair of three D glasses and it was like one <laughs> level in uh, a game that you actually needed to put the 3D glasses on for.
0: Well, I'm still holding out hope that No Man's Sky will also have VR yeah, support as well.
3: Uh, well. You'd imagine so. It leaked to Interstals, doesn't it? Um, so I'd be surprised yeah. if uh, No Man's Sky, being on the same sort of scale, wouldn't have it. Mm.
0: Conspicuous by its absence as well, by the way, yes. No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. No, no mention at all
1: for a game that's out.
0: Less than two months. It was
1: supposed to be out by now, so maybe that's why.
0: Oh yeah, well, no, it was supposed to be coming out next Friday, Mm. Uh, and now it's coming out August Mm. twelfth. Was it July? No, yeah, August twelfth. So it's out soon. You thought they would have mentioned it? Or maybe I don't know. Maybe after the whole calamity of the announcing the delay, they thought let's just not Mm. let's just leave that. Mm. Let's not fan those flames. Um, Speaking of VR, um, they showed us some Final Fantasy XV footage including some chocobo riding and some other bits and pieces, Uh, but there is going to be uh, exclusive VR elements to Final Fantasy XV on PS4, um, which looked pretty rubbish to be honest. Yeah, as um, much as
2: we were slagging off Final Fantasy 15 before, this looked even worse than that. Yeah,
0: the more I see of this game, the less excited I am about it, and I, I wasn't particularly excited about it to begin with. Um, I used to be a big fan of Final Fantasy, but the, yeah, that, the whole thing looked really stupid, including that clip of the character in Final Fantasy wearing a PlayStation VR headset and giving a thumbs up to the camera. <laughs> Just felt a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> um, Call of Duty: in- Infinite Warfare. Had an extended gameplay trailer that actually made it look really good. Did anyone else see this? Yeah. yeah. Did you not like? what to be everything up to the point where you were running around on the ship, and then it's like, oh, okay, it's just for Call of Duty. The whole like selecting the, the the character on the bridge of the ship, selecting a point in the in the solar system to go to, True. and then going down to the hangar getting in their ship getting involved in a Mm. dogfight in space and then jumping out and having like the zero gravity combat and everything looked kind of cool
2: yeah it is different I'll give you that and like the zero gravity again we saw a grapple hook of sorts yep more grapple um, hooks <laughs> and it did add something it was like another a di- another different approach to the grapple hooks just like Titanfall was with its momentum this was like kind of the opposite of that and around shipwrecks and stuff hmm. um, yeah it's not for me but I can see why it has made it look more interesting than yeah the internet would have you believe after that well, first reveal
0: I mean I won't be buying it at launch if at all but it looks more interesting than it did when they first announced it yeah uh Crash Bandicoot. Crash is coming back. Uh King's <laughs> going back to Skylanders. Uh Skylanders Imaginators in October is gonna have Crash Bandicoot in. And then they also announced that Crash, Crash Two and Crash Warps are being remastered for PS four. Which I'm quite happy about, to be yeah. honest. Is anything like the Russian and
1: Clank remastered? Could be quite good.
0: I don't know whether it'll be on that level mm. I hope it is but but I don't know whether it'll be on that level but
1: after though because that first game's tougher than na- tough as nails you couldn't yeah. really have that game out again in this in this setting in this present day because it is bloody hard
0: yeah well games these days are too easy anyway You'd man up and play an what? old school platform Crash
1: Bandicoot <laughs> Dark Souls edition is it?
0: yes Anything? yeah Crash Bandicoot prepare to die <laughs> um,
1: Get good Yeah <laughs> uh,
0: Lego Force Awakens oh, we already knew this was coming out it's been a trailer floating around for ages but they showed another trailer for that um, and then announced that the there's a demo available on uh, the PlayStation f- the, the PS4 store I don't know if it's available on PS3 as well is it coming to PS3? Probably comes out on every platform um, mm-hmm. yeah it's, I assume so yeah it's coming to Xbox One as well and yep everything eventually um yeah more Lego if you like Lego uh, and then there was the big surprise the <laughs> ridiculous entry onto the stage of Hideo Kojima walking down a beam of light as they mm-hmm. tried to portray it a
2: bit like Billie Jean
0: yeah wanders down and says I'm back to rapturous appu- uh, uh, applause um and then showed uh, an extremely confusing trailer that people have been pouring over trying to work out what it is of the last few days for his new game which is called Death Stranding um <laughs> North Norman Reedus yep. waking up butt naked on a beach surrounded by dead fish and then holding a baby and then the baby turns into oil and then the camera pans out and there's more stranded fish and some stranded whales and four people floating in the air and then it just said Death Stranding yeah
2: Oh, what you missed the, f- the you missed the weirdest bit that the baby was attached by an umbilical cord to Norman Reedus. Yeah, it, well, it, yeah, attached by uh, what looked like, a, like a, um, an umbilical cord, a, like a cable. Yeah. yeah, and then when the baby disappeared, he seemed to look like he'd had a cesarean. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like but what uh, the fuck? I don't know. I baffled like as weird as Metal Gear Solid was there was never anything that weird in any of the trailers <laughs> and stuff like yeah, baffling
0: I wonder if the people at Sony just been like when they got Kojima they said like you just you can make whatever you want, it's fine, just that's make whatever you want, and then he turns in that trailer and they were like, what have we done?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> what did Giant Giant Bomb with saying that like perhaps before Konami used to rein him in a bit and now Sony haven't and he's just like, <laughs> like
0: everything I else. can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah sorry, I saw it described on Twitter as. I, know, I saw one of the descriptions saw on Twitter was just, just summarised it as Norman Reedus and his Norman fetus so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no idea what the hell that I is uh, don't think we'll have any idea for a while I mean last thing we heard they're still um the, the Kojima Productions are still shopping around for an engine for that game so right? it's oh, okay. going to be a long long way off um but yeah in, uh, no idea what the hell it is one of the weirdest uh, trailers for a game I've ever seen but I don't know, we shouldn't have expected anything less from Kojima um and then Sony closed out by announcing that uh, Insomniac Games are working on a PS4 exclusive Spider-Man game which kind of came out of nowhere
1: looked really good though like the look of it yeah mm-hmm. you know. I mean
0: Spider-Man games have been a bit hit and miss but Insomniac are a really good developer uh yep. And it's it's weird for them though. I mean, like Insomniac aren't the sort of studio that usually say, "Would you like to work on a licensed, uh, you know, making a game for of a licensed Mm. IP for us?" They usually make their own thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I think they could do they could do quite a lot with Spider Man.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. If they take some of the stuff from Sunset Overdrive that they made, like the traversal and stuff, I think Mm. this could work out pretty well.
1: Yeah. Look, yeah, like I said, look really crazy. Look like, you know, I think one of them was like you were on a car door st- sailing at, down the street or something. It was looked pretty wacky, pretty out there, comic y style. I think it's mm-hmm. probably, it might be a prequel to the new movie. Who knows? It's got the same mm.
0: the costume design as, uh, as, as the new Spider Man. Yeah. So I assume it's going to be tied into that somehow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looks good. From what little they showed, uh, I have faith in Insomniac. They don't really make bad games, really.
4: No,
0: no. Nah. Except for Fuse. So, about, yeah, except for Fuse. We won't talk about <laughs> that. No, we'll forget <laughs> I said that. So that was E3. What did everyone think of E3 this year? Then? Was it was not quite as impactful as last year's last year's was a bit of a bombastic
2: e3 with yeah. lots and lots of major announcements this year was not quite so big but I don't I know this is still like that typical like mid I know we've talked about generations disappearing perhaps but like this mid-generation where it's just certainly like with Sony like it's just about the games that like have hit our stride all the developers know this hardware now here's what we've got kind of thing um, Microsoft know they've lost Like this Mm. generation if you're gonna go in sales numbers, Sony Mm. knows they're winning and it kind of shows him like Sony would not have something as extravagant as a live orchestra. They didn't (laughs) think they were winning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I did get the impression that it was like everyone involved thought they had a really solid E three and then Nintendo came along was like, Fuck you all, we've got Zelda
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought we caught ourselves, because last year there was a lot of games that were announced, you know, little bits and bobs. This year the developers seem to have just said, right, we're not going to reveal games that are going to come out f- two and a half years down the line, three years down the line. Course, yeah, we'll yeah. Um, just focus back on the games we announced last year, and announce those games that are coming out within the next 18 months.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you say that because there were like games that were announced last year at Sony's conference that then they haven't yeah, said anything about nothing. since. Like, Final Fantasy 7 remastered yeah. and Shenmue, that there's been, been silence mm. on ever since.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Because they're all a long, long way away.
1: Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what Robbie, mean. There was, well, I Well, Robbie neared up. Sorry, <laughs> Robbie neared, neared up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, with the exception of that new biker uh, post-apocalyptic zombie game which uh, and um, God of War which both those games I imagine are a fair way off most of the games that everyone was talking about are within reach Mm -hmm. either coming out late this year or within the next
2: Well, coming out in 2017 at least Mm. it's one thing that surprised me actually Resident Evil it's released is January next year Mm, yeah so you must have been working on that pretty for a lot longer than you'd have thought but Without, working without, out without a it leak. yeah,
3: true. yeah. I'm surprised.
1: Mm. Go on, then, games of a show.
3: Game. Okay. Zelda, Wind. easily Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I watch to more like, Zelda stuff.
0: Right up until the Nintendo thing, I was like, I was full on like, Gwent. Gwent is the game of the show. Fucking, <laughs> fucking love Gwent. Uh, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, with the two games, I was most excited about. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then Zelda happened. And yeah, now I'm all about Zelda.
1: God of War, that was a surprise one. Yeah,
0: that was a good. I that was a nice surprise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that was just the way they took it. I think that's a nice surprise, I and mean, that was God of War for me. Mm.
2: We happy for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That does like look really walks. good.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: I might have to build a decent PC to pay it, maybe. Or get a, an Xbox one. I might yeah, I think I might actually have to finally take the plunge and get an Xbox one. But no, I don't I, I like i mean, this is the problem now, it's like Xbox one is getting cheaper, plus they've got mm-hmm. a new one coming out. Sony have got a new console coming out at some point in the future. I yeah. also wouldn't mind building a new PC, but there's a new nintendo console around the
3: corner so choices choices yeah i'm kind
2: of the same i'm part of me wants to get the xbox one s just to like upgrade and have a second one yeah part of me thinks i should just find a cheap wii u so i can play zelda part of me's like nah i get an nx yeah the (laughs) other part of me's like oh with all this xbox stuff now i could just make a new PC and then that could just be my gaming machine for as long as it would last. Hmm. Um, which is not something I've done hmm. for a long, long time. But this yeah. is the,
0: th- the thing with the Nintendo situation. Is like I got onto the Wii U bandwagon quite late uh, and mm-hmm. I'm now playing catch-up with a good yeah. few years worth of it's not got a massive back catalogue but it's got a, quite a large number of quality games that I'm now mm-hmm. slowly playing catch-up on. i quite like to get in on the ground floor Of a new Nintendo console.
2: It's one thing, I guess, about this E3, then we've all come out thinking what new things we need. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I think it's
1: going to be a good future topic, actually. I think we should come back to this because I know we can get into deeper about the Xbox Mm -hmm. situation, the PlayStation, the NX, and all that. I think there's a lot of permutations, Mm. yeah, and more time. We need more time than what we've got here tonight. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, yeah,
3: one, we thing, come back to this. one thing. One thing I want to mention is the fact that, um, you know, during this show we've only really covered the actual um, sort of manufacturers, you know, the big ones for games and things. The mm-hmm. E3 show also covers an awful lot of hardware and other consumer electronics and things. I was just having yeah. a, a quick look there on Gamespot. There is an awful lot of new hardware coming out from Alienware, in the shape of new PCs, um, newly designed mm-hmm. ones with new specs and things like that. They're also working on an awful lot of uh, new uh, VR peripherals. Um, there's things like um, uh, like a VR backpack, which will hopefully eliminate the uh, necessary or the trailing cables um, for things like the Vive and uh, Oculus Rift. So mm. there's a lot of work going on on other hardware um, that will eventually um, sort of get to... Um, being used on PC and potentially consoles as well.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of interesting tech that's being floated around. It doesn't really get involved. It doesn't really get included in the in the conferences. It's stuff that's just out there on the show floor yeah. from small companies. That are like, come and come and check out the cool little toy we made. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, sh- it's it's the sort of thing. Like, it's like it's kind of a shame that E3 is. I know they've got the E3 Live thing. but It's a shame that it's on the whole only accessible to industry insiders because. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of cool little things I, I don't know does this sort of stuff happen like PAX um, these little tech companies do they go to those conventions as well and like I think Eurogamer okay
3: maybe to a lesser extent um, just because of the yeah. setup of the show themselves um, yeah. whereas the um, E3 had always been the electronics um, before it came down to being a big software launch uh, for yeah, games yeah. and things and to an extent, it is going back that way a little bit. Um, you could certainly see it from this year's uh, conferences and things like that with Square Enix and even Nintendo. Um, before obviously they um, expanded their coverage um, to include a, mm. a couple more games and things, had basically said that you know they're only doing Zelda and that was it. Uh, despite the mm-hmm. amount of sh- um, floor space that they were taking up,
0: yeah but then like they could have a million Wii Us there with uh, with Zelda available and <laughs> it probably wouldn't be enough for all the people that want to play the that game. That's very pal. true, yes.
3: Yeah. I think anybody who did play Zelda on the shop on the floor um, actually got an exclusive Zelda coin and t-shirt. Although mm. there was a couple of complaints that the t-shirts were all in men's sizes and I think mostly extra large. Which is uh, an odd stereotype.
0: Well, Link's only, Link can only be a guy, remember. <laughs> Except for the time that he's a wolf, <laughs> yeah.
3: a bunny, a chalk drawing, or in Hyrule yeah. Warriors whenever he is Linkle.
0: Yeah, but, but he can't be a woman. But no, yeah, I mean, can't be. Nope. Definitely not. Can't. Definitely can't. He just it doesn't work with the Triforce, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a topic for another day, I think. Uh, yeah, um,
3: a, an interesting tweet that I saw was: When will games companies actually realise that putting female characters into games is a very quick and easy PR win? Mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah or, or like all minorities quit. as well yeah. like
0: you look at like um uh battlefield one the the, uh, the there's a, uh, an african-american character on the front line the, 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 the main character in um watchdogs 2 uh the um main character of mafia three mm-hmm. uh and then like female characters is the is the protagonist in um horizon zero dawn as well yeah like it doesn't have to be just a white dude all the time.
3: Exactly, and I think yeah. I read a tweet somewhere saying that um, uh, somebody who'd bought Overwatch and what have you, and was playing with his girls, said that you know, his girls were turning around and saying, "There's so many you know, female characters in this. Why can't all games mm-hmm. be like this?" That's a very good. Like, it's a very good question.
0: It's like half the roster. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's something that, that more more game uh, developers will come around to eventually. Hopefully, hopefully. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just talking about the things that weren't included in the conferences that are there as well, like Devolver Digital always have a big presence mm-hmm. at, at E3, but only you only really seem to hear about it unless you're there, um, when they get included in, say, the Sony conference or the Microsoft conference mm-hmm. or whatever, but they're always there with the however many mm-hmm. new indie games they're publishing, and there's, there's always a ton of them, and they always seem to be really good games. So yeah, there's the smaller publishers there, uh, running as well. Like 2K, um, they've got a bunch of games. What's today? Uh, Civ 6, mm-hmm. uh, Mafia 3, um, 2K17, but,
3: um, WWE 2K17. Yeah. And their other sports iterations. NHL. And, uh,
0: yeah, a lot of stuff that just doesn't get covered in the conferences, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But most of this stuff comes out in the the press releases and and the coverage from the various games companies and whatnot. We just don't have time to cover it all, unfortunately. The press releases will
3: come out in a couple of release times and things like
0: that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll pick up on some more news and stuff in in episodes in the the next few weeks. Um, We've had a little bit of feedback from people saying what they thought about um, E3 this year. Uh, Our very own Lee Howard at Count Fosco says. um, Whilst Zelda, Box Box Boy, and this new Mario Party 3DS title all look really fun, I'm really hoping Nintendo deliver an NX Direct post-E3, uh, I'm definitely with him on that and I'm hoping it's not too long afterwards, but uh, I think like we said before it's probably going to be just wait for the dust to settle a little bit from E3 mm-hmm. uh, and then announce the NX when, there's n- when people aren't talking about other things, because then everyone will just be talking about the NX. Yep. Iron Kevin uh, at Kevney says uh, South Park the Fractured But Whole pre-ordered so mm-hmm. I get uh, the stick of truth with it uh, thanks to the Ubisoft announcement and also says Lego Dimensions uh, rest was a bit meh we'll see them again in next year's show too <laughs> uh, Nintendo spending three hours talking up two releases was nuts <laughs> 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 yeah um, I think to be honest, that entire live stream could have been nothing but Zelda, and I would have been perfectly happy. I didn't really need to hear about a new Pokemon. Cornwolf, uh, at corn underscore wolf, has said, uh, I really think my friends over at Laps Gamer will love Trials of the Blood Dragon. It's well fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> assuming that he must have played it then. Oh, it the mm. is available right now, sort of. Um, oh, it's already available yeah, to download? Yeah, it's on oh, okay. Steam, yeah. Yeah. Um I I'll take your word for it. I've I've played um Trials Evolution was that the I think that was the last one. And it was good fun for a while until you st- like we like we were saying you get to the really difficult um courses and then it just becomes just banging your head against the brick wall. Um yeah, yeah. I th- I think I'll just stick to tr- tr- Trackmania Turbo for the time being. Were there any noticeable absences from E3 that you would have liked to have seen? Rockstar Yes Yeah where the hell will Rockstar
1: Well Ted 2 said they were going to have a The CEO did say it was going to have a big E3 Yep And nothing
0: Yeah um, I wonder because the Sony conference was Not that long I wonder mm. if they had They, they were going to have A new Rockstar game there And then something's happened Which meant that, that Rockstar weren't ready to show it uh, and then tony had to cut the conference a little bit shorter or something i don't know i mm. could be completely wrong i don't know but yeah there, were, there was a noticeable absence uh i was gonna say um persona 5 um but then there was there's been footage floating around today of like eight minutes of gameplay demo that they've been showing off on a stage there so um so that was there thankfully because that's coming out on Valentine's Day next year in in the US I'm hoping that's the same date in the UK as well but you know you never know um, like we mentioned No Man's Sky was a noticeable absence as well but I can understand why it wasn't there uh, and then yeah no updates on Final Fantasy 7 remake, no update on Shenmue 3 um, but I don't know, I think there was enough there to keep me excited about playing games for the next year
1: yeah yeah
0: was there enough uh, Warhammer for you
1: oh only one game I'm still <laughs> waiting for I'm still waiting for this Vermintide game to come out on PS4 come on should have come out last about April time should have come out come on come on. Um, but I think this summer we've got Deathwing we've got Inquisitor um, coming out on the PS4. Mm. There's a few games coming out. Say,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm stop- considering the number of games coming out um, with a Warhammer tie, and only seeing one is actually oh. a big surprise. Yeah, that's it. It must be yeah. gearing up, and you yeah. know, Blizzard have BlizzCon, so I'm guessing that there's going to be a Warhammer Con at some stage.
0: <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Like uh, this, I, I, the number of games that are coming out, and every time I, I walk past Games Workshop in town. Um, it always seems to have a decent number of punters in there like mm-hmm. there yeah. must be way more Warhammer fans than I ever thought there were so yeah there's there's, there's, there's dozens of you Andy there's dozens, <laughs> dozens. of you
1: <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a remarkable bloody world yeah from, uh, I to say
0: I watched um, Giant Bomb's quick look. Well, it wasn't really a quick look. It was about two and a half hours in the end of um, Total War Warhammer, which I still think should just be mm. called Total Warhammer. Um, yeah, but I yeah, agree with that. that looks really good. It looks really, really good. I don't yeah. understand who any of the factions are or why they're fighting each other, but it looks really <laughs> good. Um, so yeah, you're slowly sucking me into to being becoming interested in the Warhammer universe.
1: Well, this is it. I'll get you all soon, don't worry. <laughs> I'm already there. It's an, insidious <laughs> <laughs> it's an insidious creeping up on you. Yeah. On thing, but eventually, you'll all be there. And I'll get it featured. As do. I'll get one of these Warhammer games featured as games to be played. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen, won't it? When we, start doing, when we eventually get round to doing the the Laps Gamer Radio homework thing, you're going to give me a Warhammer game to play, aren't you? <laughs> Well, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, this has gone on in t- t- far too long. Let's wrap this up. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, as always, uh, you can get in contact with us via various means. Uh, you can email us at lapsgameradio at gmail.com. You can visit our blog, lapsgameradio.blogspot.co.uk. We've got the lapsgamerradio Radio Twitter feed, which is at Lapsgamer. Uh, you can visit our lapsgamerradio Radio Facebook page and add yourself to the LGR Community Facebook group. Uh, you can find all our episodes to stream or MP3 download at our Podbean web address, which is lapsgamerradio.podbean.com. Uh, also, please be so kind us to subscribe and review Laps Gamer Radio on iTunes. You can check out the Laps Gamer Radio YouTube channel for additional content and Overwatch videos and um, remember to let us know if you'd like to be on a future episode with us and I guess all that's left to be said is thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.